It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Podcast. I'm Chuck. What's up? It's Jeremy. And uh, we back from all that old bullshit. <laughs> um, so in case anybody's wondering, it's the last day of the Olympics. If you want a time frame. And uh, I want to say something. Uh, does rhythm gymnastics look like an artistic stripper competition to anybody else but me? You know, I haven't watched it. All these hoes look like male order brides. They all look like they're going to be male order brides. And I'm not saying it just because they're all Russian and fucking Chinese. But goddamn it. Like, you out here with a rhythm catching balls with your face <laughs> and they don't look like gymnasts like they don't look like athletes I understand that it's athletic but it's more like ballet than it is like gymnastics okay and like when I watch Simone Biles do all them flips and all that other crazy shit and that palm horse and all that other stuff mm-hmm. and you see how strong they are Especially around that neck area, them bitches' necks is thick as fuck. Neck look like Mike Tyson. No, no, that bitch can take a punch. <laughs> um, but like, I'm not sitting up here looking at them and being like, "But can't she do it on the dick though?" But rhythm and gymnastics, you look at that, you like, yeah, she can do that on the dick. <laughs> looks like like they don't even have gymnast outfits <laughs> it's nothing like seriously trying to it looks like stripping it looks you put on some loop music yeah with the ribbon and the ball and the hula yeah. hoop and all the other shit you notice they don't have like country uniforms and shit yeah. it's a show it's stripping without a problem like why can't we there's some bitches in king of diamonds right now <laughs> Bitches right now at King Diamonds. There's some, some hoes. There's some hoes up the street from here. <laughs> Do some athletic ass shit on that pole. If they put pole dancing in the Olympics, bro, put that in as part of rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. See if America don't see if America don't feel the team. Shit. <laughs> shit. We have some classically trained whores. I mean, athletes. <laughs> I didn't mean you. I wonder how. I wonder how Portia earned her money to make the trip to the Olympics, nigga. You know how she earned that money. You was at me with, at the club. You was with me at the club last night. That was called a college fundraiser. Cause I'm serious, man. I don't know how the fuck the judges ain't throwing ones on that motherfucking floor when they out there. Yeah, the, the only thing I've I've, I've been watching was uh, the volleyball, hey. and basketball, and I've seen some of the boxing. Some of the I, I, I watched 
boxing last week. Mm-hmm. It was week. Yeah, yeah, it was last weekend. Olympic boxing has different rules. I'm glad they got rid of the headgear because the headgear was kind of fucking it up. Um, but it's point sparring. It's not boxing, boxing. Like you don't see guys going there because they don't have enough time to set up knockouts. Like you got three rounds. You get three three minute rounds. It's nine minutes. Now you can score a lot of points in nine minutes, but unless you're a heavyweight, you're generally not gonna get a fucking knockout in nine fucking minutes. Like that's just not gonna happen. So what they do is they go out there, they throw fast hands, they move, they slip, they try to show a lot of technique. Mm. But it's not like that shit ain't for entertainment. Like this is not made for. It's not entertaining at all. Like the only one, the only one that was kind of entertaining is that chick from Detroit, uh, Clarissa Shields. She won the gold. She's the only back to back. Uh, she defended her title in her weight class in two Olympics. And nobody's ever done that before. Female boxing? Yeah. I didn't watch that. But shit, that bitch can box. Like, male, female don't make a difference. Her footwork and the way she uses her hands, and she hits hard. Like, she, she, I don't, she, I don't think she's got any knockouts, but she's got a couple knockdowns in the Olympics. Mm. Like, legit knockdowns. And she be cracking holes. Like, the way she slips and, and, and fires off, whoo, just nasty. Like, if, if, and, and that's always the problem when you have, like, that standout female athlete. Until she comes around, until in, like, five years after her, there's going to be a lot of, if she has an actual career, yeah. then a lot of female boxers are going to come after her. But female boxers are so few and, and far between. Because you got Ann Wolf, You got Ali. that. Was she in the Olympics? Holly Holm. Holly Holm wasn't in the Olympics. But I'm she talking was, about Ali's. Oh, Lily Le- Lally? Yeah. I don't think she ever fought in the Olympics. I think she went straight pro. Um, yeah, you got Air Wolf, Layla Lee, Mia St. John, kind of, but she was more known for them big ass titties than her boxing <laughs> technique. Uh, that bitch from Germany or whatever, that half black, half German chick, uh, was the bad guy in uh, that Hillary Swank movie. What the fuck is the, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, Million Dollar Baby. Have you seen Million Dollar Baby? You said Swank? Yeah, Hillary Swank. She was the lead character in Million Dollar Baby. Uh, I thought you meant that uh, that singer. No, no. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. All right, so the bitch that she fought at the end. Yeah, yeah. That knocked her out and broke her neck or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch was a real boxer. She was a real boxing champion. And that bitch getting bang. Hits hard as fuck. She was a legit, she was a legit fighter. Uh, but like, yeah, there's like six. It's like six girls who you only know if you really follow boxing, except for Layla Ali, because Layla Ali is just fucking famous because of who her dad was. I don't want to take nothing against her boxing, though. She's a decent boxer. She's better than average. But she wasn't Ann Wolf. Because Ann Wolf has one of the greatest knockouts in boxing history. And I ain't talking about women's boxing history. I'm talking about boxing history. She knocked out this 6'4 white girl. And she hit that bitch so hard, she fell asleep in sections. Her knees went in. Is she rushing? Yeah. Oh, she seen hit that. that bitch and all. Yeah. It looked like she broke her neck. Black. The, 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 the chick's talking about is yeah. black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seen that, seen that, seen and that. This was like three years ago. Yeah. Nah, that was for the team. And Wolf been, been retired. And Wolf is like 44 now. Some yeah, I've like seen that. something. But it was this big old tall Russian. Yeah, that was an old clip. Okay. okay. That, was, that was from... Late nineties, I think. Okay. Well, yeah, that's one of the greatest knockouts in boxing. And she hit that bitch hard as fuck. 
<laughs> I remember seeing that shit. I, I was like, is that bitch dead? <laughs> shit. And yeah. So I don't I don't watch Olympic boxing necessarily for the entertainment value. I just wanna see who up and coming. Yeah. Because those dudes like the dude that beat the uh I think they were Bantamweight or whatever is this dude out of out of Cuba Ramirez? Mm. That motherfucker gonna be famous. That motherfucker gonna be famous because he's young, he handsome, he speaks Spanish, and the motherfucker can throw hands. He gonna be the he gonna be the Oscar De La Hoya story that come out of the fucking Olympics. Motherfucker, two time, uh, uh, won 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 a gold or won a medal last year. Mm as a lighter weight and then came back this year in a heavier weight and won gold and he won the national championships got good footwork sets his shit up real nice and can go he beat this young dude named uh, Stevenson uh, 19 and he gonna be good too he gonna be the Floyd Mayweather story that come out of this you know the dude that they feel like Maybe he should have got a goal or whatever. Because the win, it was a split decision. That's how good the fight was. But the problem that I have with that is fucking three rounds. Like, it's one thing to keep that up for three rounds against the top fighter. Can you keep that up for 10? Can you keep it up for 12 in a championship fight? I don't know. But it's all about points. Yeah. It's all Nothing about that's points. blocked. It's all about hits. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's why they used to, mm-hmm. like, uh, you remember when they used to wear the, the head game mm-hmm. shit? That's why that the headgear would always have that white stripe mm. on the thing because that's where you score. That's the scoring spot. I'm dead serious. They even had um, shit uh, built into their jerseys to take pressure, and they would like count like how many punches you land. It didn't make a difference how hard it is, and that's why you see um, so many pitter patter boxes come out of the Olympics. That's why. It's it's it is literally points bar. It is. That's a point. That's a point. That's that's these are points. That's a point. That's a point. That's a point. That's a point. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not meant. It's not the same as pro boxing, like pro bike or even um, amateur boxing outside of those competitions, because that's just about fighting. But in amateur boxing, the shortest fight would well, no. You can have you can have three round exhibitions, like the Olympics, but generally when you come up amateurs, I think all of the all of the fights are at least six rounds. Mm-hmm. So I think you go six, then eight, then ten. And then championship fights at 12. Because it used to be the amateur fights ended at 10 and then it was 12 and then 15. But then Ali and fucking Frazier almost killed each other. So they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we have not. <laughs> we can't let these. <laughs> so. It's not for that. And like, I'm. I. I yeah, I didn't watch the Taekwondo, but the Taekwondo is always weak too, because that shit ain't about. I didn't see it's when. a little bit of that. It's all it's all punch sparring too, because they were like it's not about hurting somebody. It's just like um, there was a dude who went in the wrestling semifinals, and he won the fight, but dude uh, got put to sleep before halftime because a guy got him in his hole and he wouldn't let go. Because basically what the dude was doing was trying to pressure him to break his hands, right? And the guy wouldn't break his hands. So he locked around his neck and pulled him. Now, if the guy lets go, he does not get choked because his body can extend. Yeah. The guy wouldn't let go. So the guy choked him out and he passed out. And the guy had passed out ended up winning the match. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I get it. 
he didn't have superior position. But you got put to sleep. Once you get put to sleep, the fight's over. So they need to redo a whole lot of stuff in the Olympics then. They need, to, they need to put better sports in. That, um, well, see, I don't, have a, problem okay, with, I don't have a problem with amateur wrestling. Make it submission wrestling. Where if you get pinned and dude can't get him off you, then you win on points. Mm. I get that. But if you get put up to sleep or you tap out, stand in the fucking fight. Like, no, that's not because that's not better. Like, I get it. You, you, that's not the rule of that game. The rule of the game is to pin somebody and get points. And win. That's wrestling. That's amateur wrestling. Well, and that's fine. But if you're going to talk about actual competition or, or like real life, because wrestling is a great fucking fight. Like wrestling, if you can wrestle, you can control where the fight goes. And if you can put somebody on the ground and they can't get back up and they can't do nothing with you, then you're going to win. But if he puts you on the ground and while you're on the ground, he puts you to sleep. He can go get a traffic cone and put it in your ass. There ain't shit you can do about it. <laughs> so. Uh, shit, man. You know, I mean, wrestling, wrestling's great. It's, it's, a, it's a great grappling art. We should fund it. More people should learn it. But there's other shit out there that you combine with it or that you can use and in certain situations you're going to get caught slipping well can't change the rules in uh, wrestling no so they can't add anything to that so in other words they're going to have to take wrestling out and put something in well I think you can do you can do um, submission grappling or what they would in America and in Europe they call it catches catch can wrestling which is basically amateur wrestling and Roman Greco wrestling, that style, with submissions. Uh, it's what, uh, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, they call no-gi. Because you don't wear the fucking kimono mm. and you don't do collar chokes and shit like that. But it still has all of the, all of the same shit. still has chokeholds. It still has submission, like arm bars, leg locks, Russian sambo. All of that shit is all under that umbrella of catches, catch can wrestling. And if they added that... I mean, you can still do amateur wrestling. And if your guy's that good of an amateur wrestler where nobody can can catch him in a submission and he can hold that dude down, he can still win a gold doing that shit. But he fight a motherfucker who can do that shit and he catches that dude and puts him in an armbar or puts him to sleep, you don't get your gold medal. You get second place. You know? True. I think they should have Brazil. I think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu should be in the fucking Olympics. I think they should have BJJ and uh, Gi and No Gi, so they can have it with the with the kimono for the guys who like to train and catch collar chokes and do all of that shit. And then they should have No Gi for all of the amateur wrestlers and the guys who want to do that shit in the singlet. You know, you come out in your singlet and your wrestling shoes, and you can come out in just a, in a in a pair of shorts and a rash guard, and you go out and you just let them go at it. But. Uh... <laughs> To my UFC shit, yeah, or, but without punching. That's what just straight grab. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, catches, catch okay. Is. Just straight okay, grappling. Okay, okay, I'm not okay. talking about punching. Okay, okay. If you I, gonna I, go that way, if you gonna go that route, because like what I would do is I would get rid of Taekwondo, and I would just have straight up kickboxing. You can come in with any fucking hands and feet kicking style, and have that, 
and it not just be Taekwondo and it not be point sparring. You have an actual three round fight. You use Muay Thai, uh, American, you can use karate, uh, Hapkido, anything that you want to use as long as there's no, no grappling for more than three seconds. No grappling more than three seconds, and you can use everything hands, feet, knees, elbows, all that shit. If your art don't encompass that, prove your goddamn art. <laughs> so you have that. Yeah, catch as catch can wrestling for the amateur wrestlers. And then you have the gi Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for the like super technical gi guys. And then uh, you have boxing and you have MMA. But boxing, the boxing needs to be up to at least five rounds. Yeah. At least five. There's so, no fucking way you can tell. There's nothing you can tell from three rounds. Any, like any well trained boxer can look good for three fucking rounds. But it's like you said, which I didn't know, it's all about points. Yeah. Damage should be, but the, but the other part is is how much damage like outside of heavyweight, outside of heavyweight, how much damage do you see anybody do in three in the first three rounds of a boxing match? So you can't really judge off damage because nobody can, if you not unless you over two hundred pounds, you don't see that much damage. Like even at fucking uh, one seventy, with the exception of like people like freaks like Kovalev, big Russian dude. Who just destroys people? Like he's one of those dudes that just had that kind of pop. That had that kind of pop in his punches at that weight class, and like Roy, but Roy is a freak of nature too. Why is that? Because he was just faster than everybody. Nobody could fucking hit him when he was in his prime, and that motherfucker could bang when he did that chicken shit and he came with that fucking punch from out of nowhere and put people to sleep. Roy used to knock motherfuckers out in the first round. Catch him right there. Yeah. But he, he had that kind yeah. of... He had that... And how many other people in that weight class did you see had that kind of pop? In modern boxing. Even back in the day. Sugar Ray, great boxer, good hands. No, not a, not a fucking super puncher. Sugar Ray would knock you out with, with, a, with an accumulation of punches over like <laughs> 10 or 15 rounds. But how many people did Sugar Ray put away in the first fucking round? Now then you look at somebody like Hagler or fucking Hearns. When Tommy Hitman Hearns hits your ass, <laughs> he's asking him, mm, this is so good in the motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> but those dudes, like you didn't see that kind of shit. Like those were like one once every ten years, that kind of power. That's 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 that was freak power, and that tells you like the kind of freak Mike Tyson was. Cause Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson weighed two hundred and ten pounds. He was fighting two hundred and fifty pound dudes, and when Mike hit most, Mike was scaring people. Like when you have <laughs> scary power at heavyweight, that's freak of nature shit. That's freak like he has freak of nature power. Cause like you look at dude um, Deontay Wilder that that new heavyweight he like six seven six seven probably like two forty long ass arms got arms like John Jones he got like an eighty inch reach and and he got good reflexes he's a young dude I think he like twenty eight something like that no boxing skill no power no real power oh I'm not doing it. he got he got no real power. Or at least in the fights that I've seen. Like, he puts guys away 
just by wearing him out because his arms are so fucking long and he got such a long reach yeah. that he can just reach and he gives away with a bunch of wild shit that he's throwing because guys haven't figured out how to how to how to get inside that distance and stay inside and beat him up. Like it, it's not you know, it's not the same. It's not the same. And I'm not saying like I'm not one of them dudes that's like, oh boxing is dead. Boxing is not dead. There's plenty of good fighters. There's just not a lot of good American fighters in it. The thing is it's not on television the way it was. No, it is. It is. NBC NBC has boxing every month. On regular television. Olympics? No. No. PBC. Yeah, PBC. PBC comes on NBC every fucking month. At least once a month. Sometimes twice a month. They got it on regular cable all the fucking time. ESPN Boxing came back. Like the Saturday Night Boxing they used to have, they brought that shit back like almost a year ago. And there's legit fighters. It's just the problem is, is none of them are fucking American. So we don't give a shit. <laughs> and everybody's been saying the heavyweight division's been dead since the Klitschko brothers ran it. Because nobody wants to watch the fucking Klitschko's fight. Even though the Klitschko's finish fights... Nobody wants to watch heavyweights that actually box. You want to watch heavyweights. Or nobody wants to watch one heavyweight that can box and has power and sets up shit and methodically take somebody out over 10 rounds. They want to see some. They want to see either two power. people who can box or one motherfucker that got freak power that's laying motherfuckers out. If Deontay Wilder was laying people out, you would hear about him all the time in fucking boxing. But he just don't. And, like, I've watched his fights I, the, ever since I first heard about him. I've been watching him. I've been watching, you know, clips of him on, on the Internet. I watched his fucking fight against uh, Stivern, uh, Birdman Stivern from fucking Barbados, who was the heavyweight champion who nobody fucking knew about. Mm. Uh, and and I watched that fight, and I was like, yeah, he t- I can see the talent. I can see the athleticism, but he's not a good boxer. This is not a good boxer. And I'm no expert. I'm not an expert by far. I did a little bit of training at my uncle's box. Mm. And I grew up watching it. And just me looking at him and comparing him to all the other motherfuckers that I see, he's not a good boxer. His jab is his jab is lazy. His footwork's not there because he, he depends on having the reach on everybody. Right. But once somebody figures that out, nobody's ever really tested his chin. So, I'm not sold. I should say that. I shouldn't say he's not a good buy. I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on it. But, you look at uh, Kovalev Andre Ward. If you ain't excited about Kovalev Andre Ward, you don't have a fucking pulse. <laughs> that's that's going to be one of the best fights. Because both of them are Coming good up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's going to be one of the best fights. That's, that fight is going to be what everybody expected from uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. Like the fight everybody wanted to see between Mayweather and Pacquiao, that's what you're going to see with Kovalev and Andre Ward. Because Andre Ward can bang. Andre Ward is one of the best boxers. I mean, dude just got, he, he got hands, he got footwork. He got he got everything that you want in a top notch American boxer, but Andre's problem is Andre don't fight enough. 
This is the this is I think the third fight he's had in like four years. Dang. Why is that? They say. Um. Contract shit. I don't think he thinks he's getting paid what he should get paid for the name that he has and the record he has. I mean, the dude's an Olympic gold medal. He's a the the last. Not the last Olympic gold. He's the last male Olympic gold medalist. He's the last male to win the Olympics, uh, win the Olympic gold medal. Because um, Clarissa Shields, like I said, already won it twice, but she's a female boxer, so different category. Um, he's got a big name. His record is fucking spectacular. I don't think he's been defeated at all. And he's fought some really, really good dudes. But he don't have that kind of name. Like, you know, in modern boxing, who do you know? Like, if you're a casual watcher of boxing, you know Pacquiao, you know Mayweather, you probably know Bernard Hopkins. The last time you, if you're a casual watcher, the last time you might have been interested was De La Hoya. You had De La Hoya, Tito, uh, a dude from uh, Cuba, uh, not Cuba, Puerto Rico, uh, Felix Trinidad. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? He retired. Shit. He was Oh, man. And Bernard Hopkins put him out. Bernard Hopkins did him dirty. Which, <laughs> look, if you're going to fight somebody, if you're going to move up to fight somebody, why the fuck would you fight Bernard Hopkins? You're going to move up in weight to fight a dude that's been running that division for 20 fucking years. You out of your goddamn mind. Of course Bernard put him away. Because for the money, Bernard's the best boxer of the last 20 years. I respect dude Roy. Roy's great. Roy didn't fight till he was 50. Bernard Hopkins won a championship when he was 48 years old. What? Wait, yes. What did you say? Bernard Hopkins won his last championship when he was like 47. No, nah, you said old. something about... I respect dude Roy Jones Jr. You said something about him being 50? Yeah. Oh, Bernard's still entertaining fights. No, I'm Bernard about Jones. Fight. No, no, no. But yeah, Jones, Roy Jones is. Um, no, you said something about. Till oh, he... I said yeah. Roy didn't fight until he was fifty. Roy wasn't fighting co- top competition. Like Roy just took a fight against some Russian, against some fan. Roy jo- Jones Jr. Yeah. He started fighting when he was fifty. No, I said he hasn't fought until oh. he was fifty. He hasn't fought. In... No. Bernard Hopkins is 50 years old, still fighting. See, you just confused me, but you keep okay. going back with Bernard Hopkins <laughs> okay, and Okay, so Roy this is Jones. what I said. All right. So I said Bernard Hopkins is the best boxer yeah. of the last 20 years. Okay. People would argue that talent-wise, in their primes, Roy's better. I'm saying with respect to that fact, Roy hasn't fought nearly as long at the top as Bernard Hopkins. Like for the 10 years Roy was at his best, there was nobody better. But as Roy's shit declined after he fucking won the heavyweight championship against uh, David Tour, Roy's been on a fucking major downslide. Bernard? Yeah. Level. You got a 42-year-old, a 43-year-old Bernard Hopkins 
beating an up and comer, a, a future champion that people thought Kelly Pavlik was going to be. And a dude that was 20 years younger than him. Kelly Pavlik's in his prime. But no, I beat him. 47 years old, or 46 years old, the first time they fought, when they fought, when he fought uh, Jean Pascal. And uh, it was a, a draw for the championship. Then he comes back the next fight and beats Jean Pascal and wins the championship at 47 years old. He passed fucking um, Foreman as the oldest person to win a championship, to win a major championship in boxing. Because Foreman was 44 when he beat Michael Moore. Bernard was like three years old. Then you put him in against arguably the most dangerous motherfucker in boxing against Kovalev. And Kovalev whooped his ass, but he couldn't put him away. So I'm saying just off of sheer longevity, off of sheer technique... If you're going to ask me who the best boxer of the last 20 years... Well, what about that guy, Triple G? Triple G is good. Triple G is real good. Triple G takes too many hits, and that's why I put Kovalev ahead of Triple G is a lighter weight. He's got great hands, ridiculous knockout power, especially considering his weight class. Takes too many risks. Mm. Kovalev, not as fast. Better boxer, in my opinion. In my opinion, it, people go back and forth about that. And some people will argue that Andre Ward is better. But like I say, I haven't seen Andre fight enough. Like, people call out Andre Ward. People call out Andre Ward. They want him to fight more. They're like, hey, I'll fight him because they haven't seen him. You don't know what he looks like. Motherfuckers see what Kovalev and Triple G looks like, and motherfuckers run from them. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, Canelo don't want that work. <laughs> A lot of motherfuckers talking, saying that Canelo no, take I him, man. That, they're, they're saying that. I've seen Canelo fight, and I've seen Triple G fight. Canelo's got a lot of power, and 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 he's a good boxer. He's a good boxer, but he's stiff. If you watch Triple G fight, Triple G moving. Triple, Triple G is moving like a motherfucker. And, and it's so fucking weird because he's Russian. So he got that Russian toughness. Like, the motherfucker from Dagestan, that place where all the Russian fighters come from. That motherfucker is tough as shit, training in fucking Siberia like fucking Ivan Drago and shit. He got, like, that motherfucker is tough as fuck. But he, his coach, and where he learned how to box, uh, the, the guy that's training him now in his professional days is uh, a Mexican trainer out of, out, of, uh, East, out of East L.A. So he fight like a fucking Mexican fighter. Great on the inside, good head movement, the hands constantly moving, and and he'll brawl with you. Saul don't want that. Canelo don't want that work. I'm telling you right now, when they fight, and they are gonna fight, Canelo Trooper G is gonna happen. Canelo gonna get knocked the fuck out. Take this. <laughs> Oh, I know. Look, man, I got I got nothing but respect for, for, for fucking Canelo. Canelo can goddamn bang. I love watching Canelo fight, but I don't see him beat Triple G. I just don't see that shit. I mean, like, boxing used to be the, that, that used to be the fucking thing. Yeah, that was it. That used to be the thing. That was the, the, the ultimate combat sport. 
But I can smell all these damn boxes. Y'all talking about motherfuckers I never heard of. Yeah, it's so fucking hard to watch the top guys now. Yeah, cause like even though boxing is on television all the time, now there's nobody anybody knows. Cause I mean, like you used to be able to turn on, like if you had basic cable, you used to be able to turn on USA, uh, USA boxing, and you see fucking Pernell Whitaker fight. Yeah, like you used to get to see the top guys. The only people that you had to pay pay per view money for was like. Super big names, and it wasn't even the lightweight fighters. It, you had to like pay, do a pay per view to see Tyson fight. Mm-hmm. But everybody well, else, Spades you can see, man. yeah, yeah. Those be HBO fights. Yeah, just regular yeah. fucking fights that would be on top of it. Every once in a while, you turn on fucking Wild World of Sports or some shit, and it would be like a legit championship fight on. Yeah, and it was people that you fucking knew, and people, and the belts actually meant shit back then too. Like, the belts ain't boxing don't mean a fucking thing. Like, nobody even gives a fuck about unifying the belts anymore. Why not? Damn. Son? They've been going at it. Son? Oh, knocked out. Almost fell out the ring. Oh, shit. I think... I think I think I heard my second video. <laughs> well, that dude's forty-one, and this other dude's like twenty-seven. Doctor said I need to back out. <laughs> man, like there's just so much shit that comes with boxing, and part of it is because our amateur boxing structure in America for the last like thirty years has been fucked since UFC started hard. So hold on, from uh, two thousand twelve. Okay, that's when it's been on television hard. Yeah. Okay. Boxing wasn't doing anything. No. Since uh, ninety, let's say ninety nine. Am I wrong? I will go back further than that. Actually, you know what? No, ninety nine. I I would say probably two thousand two, because that's when um, Vargas and. De La Hoya and Trinidad, they were still fighting around 99. So boxing was still somewhat. The heavyweight division wasn't shit. Right. Because um, that's when Lennox Lewis, and people would disrespect Lennox Lewis, in my opinion. Lennox was a good fucking that's fighter. That's the one that beat Tyson, right? Yeah. He was a good fighter. Uh, good fighter, real smart, great jab. He worked. He worked guys. He worked guys. But, and, and I hate when people say, well, that heavyweight ain't got no power. That motherfucker weighed 240 pounds. Of course he had fucking power. <laughs> he just don't have Mike power. See, Mike spoiled motherfucker. <laughs> mm. Because before Mike, who was the greatest? Who, who do people consider the greatest fucking heavyweight of all time? Ali. How many people did Ali knock out in the first fucking round? I don't remember. Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> you said not too many. I don't remember um, nobody. Exactly. Mike spoiled people. Mike thought everybody after they seen Mike. If you grew up watching Mike and then had no fucking historical context about the heavyweight division, Mike, you would think, oh, all of these fights are supposed to last, you know, under three minutes. Like, no, that nigga's crazy. Like, <laughs> you see, Mike pissed people in their money off. That's what they did. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah, but people couldn't. People kept showing up to the fights. No, I'm saying pay per view. Oh yeah, shit. Just put my beer in the refrigerator and it's over with. Duh. 
But, uh, but hey, <laughs> hey, you can't tell me you ain't never want to see it though. Yeah, everybody want to see Mike knock somebody I out. I want to see the fight. Don't let, don't, don't. Just, oh, you bet not. Quickly. You over? bet not. <laughs> Might might spoil people. You're right. So when when heavyweights came after him, they didn't appreciate a, a heavyweight well, that could actually box. And then we had a bunch of shitty heavyweights. We had Buster Douglas. That's that that's guy I was gonna say. Uh, we had Riddick Bow. Riddick Bow was a shit. Riddick Bow had a lot of talent. Riddick Bow was fucking lazy, <laughs> and he just couldn't get his shit together. Like his personal shit, he couldn't get his shit together. Like his life. Just bled over into it. Uh, I, Andrew Galata, that fat piece of shit. Um, we had so many shitty heavyweights come around. Just to in where, and out. And yeah, and nobody gave a fuck. And then the Klitschko's come in, um, and they dominate two divisions, and they won't fight each other. So they're holding two belts, and nobody wants to unify the fucking heavyweight title. Because they're brothers and they didn't want to fight each other. That's why that's why the titles weren't unified for like ten fucking years, and that's why nobody gave a fuck about the heavyweight championship. Cause they're two Russians that, that from a place nobody fucking knows with names nobody can fucking uh, <laughs> pronounce. <laughs> they don't have a super exciting style, they're not knockout artists, even though they fucking they have a finish rate of like seventy five or eighty percent or some shit like that. Like they finish their fights, it just doesn't happen in the first five rounds. Yeah. They methodically jab you until they get they, they, they get you they get you fucking tired and wore out and then in the ninth and tenth round they pull it on and they get you the fuck out of there. But it's not like you're not gonna see a flash KO from the fucking Clicko brothers. That shit just doesn't happen. That's not the way they fight. They fight smart. They fight not to get hurt. Um, and then you got guys like uh, fucking Chris Ariola, uh, the big Mexican dude. Good, good boxer, tough guy. Not physically gifted. He looks like the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy with tattoos. I'm not trying to disrespect the man. It's not like I can whoop his ass. I can't. <laughs> but when you look at him. Against other guys, or you had uh, Chris Bird, real fast, not the greatest chin for the heavyweight division. Which, look, it's heavyweight division. You're not gonna have a great chin with 240 pound dudes in the goddamn face. Um, so I don't know, man. Like boxing, is just it went downhill after Mike lost. Lot, well. After it was the end of well, Mike Tyson. Yeah, and After the end of Mike Tyson, it was over with. Yeah, because the heavyweight division fell the fuck off. Fell all the way off. And then it all got put on the backs of fucking uh, uh, a light, uh, lighter guys. It, it got put on the it, it got put on guys like uh, like De La Hoya, like Trinidad, uh, like Vargas. All those guys. The thing is, uh, Shane, Sugar Shane Mosley. All those guys. Those guys had to step up, and they became the pay per view stars. But then, when you had those lightweight fights on the on on the pay per view, when you when 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 the guy who's selling the pay per view is arguably not the toughest man on earth, because that was always the thing. If you were the heavyweight champion, you were considered the toughest man on earth. 
the baddest man on the planet. That's what they used to call Mike Tyson. When was the last time you heard about a fucking heavyweight boxer being called the baddest man on the planet? Not as the UFC heavyweight champion. That title just got transferred to somebody else. And not because... Not because a boxer it doesn't have scary power. Like, if you would have taken Randy Couture in his prime, mm-hmm. when he when he won the UFC championship, when he won the heavyweight championship, and you took Mike in his prime, and people saw what Mike could do and seen Randy grinding out guys over fucking five rounds in a UFC fight, and they looked at Mike, and they'd be like, oh, Mike would whoop Randy ass. Let Randy get caught with one of them punches. Because Mike was a human pit bull in his prime. Yeah. 19 years old and wrecking people. So it's not... The fact that, yeah, the UFC is more complete. It's a more complete way of fighting. It's a more complete way of judging how well somebody would handle combat. But the product that boxing was putting out, or that boxing is still putting out at heavyweight, it's just not as good. There's not one person in the, I, I could take the number 10 guy in the heavyweight division in the UFC. And in 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 in, in, a, in a fight against Deontay Wilder, I'll take that dude. I'll take him because I just don't see I don't see it in Deontay. I don't see it in the fucking heavyweights that do it. The Klitschko's the Klitschko brothers tried kickboxing and they got his and and he got his ass whooped. <laughs> I just don't see it. And if you if if the if the biggest guy on the card who's got a title. Because they can't even sell a heavyweight champion as a pay-per-view draw on HBO. That's how shitty the heavyweight division is, is, or how shitty it's perceived to be right now. Is you never see them headline a fucking pay-per-view card. It's always somebody of a lighter weight. So how you gonna call him the baddest man on the planet? How you gonna how you gonna pump up that title and pump up the sport through that? If you ain't putting out shit, if you ain't putting out a good product, true. Like yeah, I love watching Pacquiao. You know, I'm one of the six people that I I don't like paying to watch Mayweather box, but I like to watch Mayweather box because I like boxing. I like the way he moves. But everybody knows Mayweather ain't the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Like honestly. On some low-key shit, I think if me and Floyd got into a fight, I got a shot. I'm not saying I'm going to win. I'm saying that if I can get in and he can't put me out with the first couple shots, he because he's going to hit me a lot. If he doesn't put me to sleep with them first five shots, then we get to the ground and whooping the fuck out of Floyd Mayweather. That's like this was happening. Now, now granted, I weigh like 100 pounds more than Floyd Mayweather. I weigh that man by like at least 100 pounds. And that's what I'm saying. I got a shot. I'm not saying I'm going to win. I'm saying I had, there's a chance. There's a chance. That, like, this is how goofy it is. People, and, and they have a legitimate reason to believe this. They were saying, the, the fact that they even said that Ronda Rousey had a shot at beating Floyd Mayweather in a fight. Which I'm not one of them people. But, I, I get what they're saying is that Floyd don't have great punching power. He's got brittle hands. He breaks his hands all the time. And he has that pitter-patter style. We've seen Ronda take punishment. 
Rhonda's an Olympic judo fucking. Okay. <laughs> and she taps people quick. But she wrecks people's arms. Boxing, judo, two no, different no, things. No, I get it. I'm saying in a street fight. If Floyd can't put her out with them first five shots, because he is going to hit that bitch a lot. And if he can't put her to sleep and she gets in there and she grabs him and drops him on his head and jumps on his arm, who the fuck is Floyd going to do? I understand why they say it, but you know who they wouldn't ever say that about? Mike Tyson. <laughs> and Mike going <laughs> Mike gonna knock that bitch head off. <laughs> like it just don't happen. Uh, so they can't sell that anymore. Like it's hard to sell a sport when the best guy in the sport weighs 147 pounds. Yeah, that's the reason why motherfuckers don't respect uh, soccer. There's a bunch of little dudes running around kicking a ball. People don't see the athleticism in it. I see it. I see it too. I'm saying, I, I shouldn't even say people. The world loves soccer. I'm talking about America. I should, I should, I should clarify that statement. I should clarify that statement. People in America, because soccer's still not big here. It's big everywhere in the world, but it's not super big here. We love football. We love to see big dude because when people see football players, they go, man, look at this big, look at this big ass motherfucker. If you see JJ White, yeah, stand next to Ronaldo, <laughs> who you gonna be behind? <laughs> Six four. 290-pound dude who can run the 40 and a 4-7. Or this little motherfucker who bounces the ball off his head like a seal. Because that's basically what we do when we compare when we compare athletes. We go, who am I going to follow? Am I going to follow 6'7", 260-pound, built like a superhero, LeBron James? <laughs> or this little Indian motherfucker that play cricket? <laughs> That's what we do. It's the goofiest shit in the world. And so, I, I don't understand Americans because they're like, I don't like soccer because it's too boring and the score is too low. It's like, motherfucker, you sit out and watch a fucking baseball game. Like, baseball is boring as fuck to watch. And people celebrate no hitters in baseball. Like, so wait a minute. Soccer's too low scoring because they end up in a 1-1 or a 2-1 match or whatever. But you want to watch a baseball game that ends in 1-0 and celebrate the motherfucker who, who, who caused the other team not to score at all. Now, I'm not saying that it's bad. I get it. There's plenty of people that love baseball. My grandpa loved baseball. And I love playing baseball. And I watched like the last five or six innings of the game. But there's no fucking way I'm spending three hours unless I'm at the game. I love being at a baseball game. Because being at a baseball game is completely different than watching a baseball game on television. Watching a baseball game on television for fucking nine innings it is, depending on the game, is boring as fuck. Depending on the game. It is boring as shit, because I'm not going to lie. That last game where fucking Barry Bonds broke the record, I watched a majority of that game, and I enjoyed it. 
But goddamn, like some of these games, you're just like, come on, man. What, what, are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, I started. I started getting the baseball probably hard five years ago. I get it. It's appealing to some people. I'm saying that. How can you say? But I see you at. Yeah, that's. I, I'm I ain't said it. I know. I'm not saying but you. Yeah, personally. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying how can a majority of Americans sit up? And take this and look at this and be like, at least these motherfuckers in Saga are moving the entire fucking night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that big ass fucking field. Yeah. Oh, Saga field is long as fuck. That big ass fucking field. It, I, gained a new, I gained a new respect for Saga when I actually had to play in a soccer game as an adult. Mm. And we played against some European officers when I was in the Marines. And them European officers whooped our ass. We had one dude, well, we had two people. On our team that knew how to play soccer, and they put me in there as a goalie because I couldn't stop using my. I was like, dude, I play basketball. <laughs> I see the ball coming, I'm catching the motherfucker. Like, I can't. <laughs> like I'm not running around like, no, nah, I'm not. Like you supposed to hit it with your head, and I'm supposed to let it hit me in the face. Fuck you. They like, make him the goalie. <laughs> I can't. So look, I respect the fuck out of soccer. I enjoy it like every every other person. Like when the World Cup comes around, I watch it. You know, if it's I know some soccer players. Well, what about hockey? I like hockey. I don't like watching hockey on TV. Like the the new technology, because I grew up. Like I would try to watch hockey when I was young, because my grandpa used to watch all sports. But when I watched hockey, because it was before they had the thing where they could highlight the puck. Mm, you knew what mm. the fuck was all the time. Yeah, you couldn't follow it. Yeah, I was just like, "What the fuck? Who who has the goddamn ball?" Like, I'd be like, "Who the fuck has the ball? What's going on?" And then I didn't understand what the fuck icing was, and I was like, who, "What is this stupid ass rule? And why do they keep quitting? Why do they keep stopping the fucking stopping play or whatever?" But I mean, it's fun to watch because you got the hits, the crowd, the chant. Like, I, look, it's it's a cool sport. It's fun to watch. Especially if you at a hockey game, because it's way easier to follow when you actually at a hockey game. And I've been to a couple of hockey games. It's fun. It's a, it's, a, it's a cool sport. I'll watch it. I can watch it now on TV. I usually watch like the last inning or last period. They had three periods or whatever. I watch the last like period of. Say like if it's a good game or whatever, because I don't follow it all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you don't follow it all the time, you kind of don't really care. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know who who's in the fucking hunt for the playoffs and who's, you know, what the game means overall. Like, it's easier for me to follow because I follow football, I follow basketball, for me to know what each game means to that team or to that particular player who's about to pass a record, who's going to do whatever. Like, I, I get that part. But just objectively, hockey is fun as fuck to watch. It's an exciting sport. Don't think I like the face-off. That's... That 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 I actually like. I like watching the fucking hockey faceoffs because the goalie has a goddamn chance. In soccer, that motherfucker's just guessing. <laughs> soccer has the worst fucking faceoff. Like that is the stupidest fucking. The net's too goddamn big. Exactly. Like you can guess right, and the motherfucker kick it an inch too high, and it's still gonna go in. Like it doesn't. Like, like when a motherfucker wins a face-off 
against the goalie in fucking hockey, it fucking means mm-hmm. something. Because he's right yeah. there. And that net's not giant. Like, you got to get that puck in there. Yeah. Maybe a little bit in the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of sports. Like, there's plenty of obscure sports. Like, you know, I don't follow lacrosse, but when it's on on ESPN, I watch it. There's plenty of fucking weird sports. I was watching handball this Olympics. Handball is just weird. Like, you watch the Olympics and handball, and I swear to God, I don't understand how the fuck, like, 15 to 16 just regular dudes didn't get together in the U.S. and create a handball team. (laughs) Because it's basically soccer, but instead of using your feet, you use your hands, and the ball is like a volleyball. It's like the size of a volleyball. And you just run around, you bounce the ball every once in a while, and you throw it in the net. And the dudes that are doing it, like these aren't super athletes that are the, the handball guys for the other countries. It's the goofiest shit in the world. Why don't we have a fucking badminton team? Like, how come the U.S. isn't participating in these weird-ass sports where you can just have regular people be a fucking Olympian? You notice curling isn't in the Olympics anymore? Well, curling's in the Olympics. Uh, Winter Olympics. Winter, 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 winter. Excuse winter me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Shit. But still, that's a weird ass sport. It's playing fucking weird ass with it. I don't know. But I mean, this plenty of shit. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't watch track and field like I normally do. Like normally, I'm glued to the track and field. But I did see you saying fucking both. You saying both. You saying both. Ain't human. I ain't never seen that. That shit is ridiculous. It's a 10 second race. And he's smoking people. (laughs) When you can stop and take a picture. When you can stop and smile at a camera in the middle of a 10 second race. That shit ain't human. (laughs) He actually fucked with Justin Gatlin. Like... He started slow. Like the gun, the gun goes off. You saying it was like a good half a second slow on the thing. And you see him building up and he gets 50 meters down. And he just looks at Gus just together like, and you thought she was gonna win. It just <laughs> just passed the motherfucker. And smoked him. He started a half a second late and won by seconds of a second. The motherfucker is not human. I don't know how the fuck he figured out how to run so fast. This is ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous for one person to be that goddamn fast. And they say it must be them, them, them Jamaican yams. <laughs> the weed. One of the two. Extra, said extra muscle. I guess so. The white man said that the black man got caused us to. Was that Jimmy the Greek? Yeah, that was Jimmy the Greek that said that bullshit. What the fuck do Jimmy? The, what the fuck do Greeks know about goddamn sports? I'm joking. The Greeks are the ones who invented the Olympics. 
Y'all just watching, y'all just watching, fuck it, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Watch up two guys hold up and wrestle and whoever wins, we'll give you this medal. Yeah. We should do this every four years. I know, what kind of shit is that? Let's oil them up and watch one of them try to take the booty. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Make this a tradition. I've waned because I didn't watch one USA basketball fucking. I got to see two. I watched the one today where they won. I watched the one against uh, France. Nah, man, I just stopped giving a fuck about USA basketball. It's. You know, you, they're going to win. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't lose. I stopped. Ever since they started letting pros play, man. Well, no, because they had that one year when Iverson was on the team and they got a bronze. They lost that year. They lost yeah, to uh, Lithuania. That's true. They did lose once. So. so but that was. You know, but that was just. That was just shitty coaching. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was them being, oh, yeah, we got to put together an Olympic team. And then they put the team together two weeks before the Olympics and just sent them moves out there. That's just confidence. Yeah. Because <laughs> what it was was that fucking, the, the 2000 team where Vince Carter jumped over that 7-3 French dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, and wrecking ball, wrecking ball. Yeah, oh, my God. Wrecking <laughs> balls on his face. Oh, that shit was, that shit woke me up out of my sleep. <laughs> I remember I fell asleep with the TV on. And I heard motherfucking um, who's the dude, the announcer for NBC? Oh, his name is Matt. Had the show on HBO. Uh, Costas, Costas, yeah, 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 Bob Costas. I heard Bob Costas was like, oh, uh, and this highlight that just in from the men's uh, two thousand Dream Team, I. I can't even describe. Vince Carter just hurdled the seventy-three center of the French team, and I sat up in my bed. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, it was like I just rolled the tape. I can't explain it. <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it happened. It was like two o'clock in the morning where I was. I was just like, "What the fuck?" I wish. I would, like if you if if that would have been social media back then, that's all that would have been on fucking social media at that point. Like I went to work and nobody at work had saw it because it fucking happened at two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, dude, did you hear about this guy? He's like, what? And I was like, he jumped over it, dude. He's like, what do you mean he jumped over? You mean dunked on? No, no, he jumped over a dude and dunked the ball. And he was like, no. Well, he was like, what, like 5'10", 5'11"? He's like, no, it was a 7'3". He's like, bullshit, Charles. You know, I was like, no. I saw the shit last night. The motherfucker jumped over the dude. 
So like for the next hour at work, I'm on the internet trying to find a clip of it. And finally, NBC Sports put the fucking clip up. And they played it. And we watched that shit back to everybody that walked in there. <laughs> it was like, look at this shit. Look at this shit. <laughs> this is the most amazing fucking thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anybody who's saying Vince Carter's not the greatest dunker in NBA history can eat six dicks and die. Fuck that, that motherfucker is the you greatest dunker ever in the NBA. What in-game dunk is better than that? What in-game dunk have you seen somebody jump a 7-3 dude, clear him, and dunk the ball? The guy had a Lower his head, right? Because I'm trying to remember that he's seven three. I'm trying to remember because I think I saw it. I, I think I saw it. Yeah, he did like this because yeah. he was trying to take a charge. Yeah. Okay, so he does this and he's seven one. It's still a seven foot motherfucker. He jumped over a seven foot dude. <laughs> <laughs> like. And he clicked. That's what scared me. But that's, a, that's one why I said he dragged his balls on. Yeah. Okay. Across his forehead, across yeah. the top of his head. His, did you see? You got to watch the video. And it's not even because uh, Kevin Garnett's in the frame. And Gary Payton. Gary Payton's eyes looked out, looked bugged out so much. It looked like he saw a ghost. And he ducked over. And Kevin Garnett just started screaming. He was like, oh! <laughs> like this. I pulled that clip on my phone, man. But then, look at the, because they showed right when it happened, the French dude's teammate is walking past the camera right after the dunk happens, and Vince Carter standing there at the rim like, ah, like screaming and shit, and the French dude's teammate was like, oh. <laughs> 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 he was like, oh, up, oh, coach, get this nigga, <laughs> just get him the fuck out of here. It is the greatest. All right, so then you do that. So there is no better in-game dunk. Even though it's not in the NBA. But nobody can say. Look, I, I will put Vince Carter's in-game dunks in the NBA. Not even no Olympics. We can discount that one. Okay. Just in the NBA. I will put his in-game dunks up against anybody in the NBA. Even Neek. Even Jordan, even though Jordan's nastiest dunk was that fucking one where you got that spin move and dunked on Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley and all of them. Oh, yeah. That, that, that arguably could be number one. I would put Neek, all them fucking Tomahawk dunks that Neek caught on fucking people. Yeah. Jesus. But then you have Vince against the Indiana Pacers where he spun move on Reggie Miller, bounced the ball, and caught that fucking that that three sixty against Rick Smith. Oh, <laughs> I saw that. Oh my god! When he got Matumbo the first time, and Matumbo put that hand up, and this was like, nigga, I ain't through, and just <laughs> just kept going up. He just kept going up. Matumbo's hand was at that motherfucker's elbow, and he just yeah. <laughs> I would put Vince's in-game dunks up against anybody. All right, and then if you want to go to fucking dunk competition dunks, now look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I know you're gonna disagree with me, 
And I know there's plenty more that I don't know. And I'm pretty sure that you're going to correct me on this. But Howard. Howard was a bad motherfucker. What are you talking about? The White House? Yeah. 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 You know, with the dunks. Okay. He was. Now, this is where Charles is going to correct me and uh, say, put out other names. Dwight Howard, if you talking about the dunk contest he won, I mean, the Superman dunk with the cape when he throws the ball through the rim, <laughs> great fucking dunk. Yeah. It was a great he dunk. He put that ladder up and shit. Yeah. And he did the... That was an underrated dunk because people didn't get that. When he jumped up and he put that stick up and he dunked the ball and he showed that he, he put his hand up at, uh, at, at 12 feet or something like that, 12 or 13 feet. Look. I'm not discounting what he did. But the degree of difficulty <laughs> when Vince threw that fucking that, that alley to himself off the side of the backboard mm. and caught the ball, spun the wrong way and dunked the ball backwards with his other hand. Yep. And, and let's not forget, fucking Dwight Howard 6'10". <laughs> okay? Let's not, let's not forget that. Or... When he went up oh. and he did the elbow dunk, when he jumped and he put his fucking whole arm in the goddamn rim. Uh. <laughs> oh, and then he did a two-headed dunk from the free throw line. I'm getting ready to and play Vince is 6'7". Vince Carter dunks over. Yeah, Frederick Weiss. That's Weiss. his name. Yeah, and, and this is how bad this was. Frederick Weiss, after the Olympics, was supposed to be in the NBA. After that dunk, <laughs> after that Olympics, Frederick Weiss retired from basketball. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's how bad. That motherfucker woke up. For life. That motherfucker woke up having nightmares. Oh, get this <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh! It's the greatest dunk ever in fucking... It's, it's the greatest dunk. I'm going to play it again. Now you got to let it play because it's going to show yeah. the part. When the, when the teammate... Look at this shit. Look at this bullshit! <laughs> Look at Kevin Garnett! Kevin Garnett's so hype! And that's the teammate! When he's just like, oh my like, god! Oh, Look, at <laughs> Look at the teammate! He's like, get him out of here, coach! Get him out, coach! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get him out, coach! Watch Gary Payton! We can get paid like a little kid. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that dude right there. Yeah. He's like, get him out, coach. Get him right now. <laughs> you had to put that man on suicide watch after that dunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Man, you tell me who did something better than that in the game. There's never been a better dunk. 
There's never been a better dunk than that in the game. Because it's one thing to dunk on a motherfucker. When you hurdle somebody, <laughs> he hurdled that motherfucker. There's no in game. Like, it just, it just hasn't been. He did it on here. Uh, it's like a reverse 360. Yeah. Because Vince was one of those rare dudes that could jump off of both feet. He could jump one footed and glide, or he could jump off the of two and go hard at you. And he had, uh, he had that kind of control, and he had big hands, so he could always palm the ball. Like, Vince got just not anybody better at it. And I'm not saying he was better than Michael Jordan. I'm saying he was a better dunker than Michael Jordan. Because there's no better individual ball player ever than, than Michael Jordan. When it comes to dunking, shit. You gonna fuck yourself. I'm glad I got to watch Vince Carter in his goddamn prime. Ah. Hey, you gonna get that work? Oh, in case anybody's wondering, you're watching the Vince Carter highlight reel right now. Because I know you motherfuckers ain't gonna be able to see this on SoundCloud. Yeah, I stand by my statement. Vince Carter is the greatest dunker in basketball history. All right, and I didn't, I didn't grow up watching Dr. J. I didn't get to see fucking uh, David Thompson, uh, you know, or whoever from some fucking fifties black and white era. <laughs> I don't think anybody but, in his room. <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty goddamn confident that Vince Carter's the greatest dunker to ever play in the fucking NBA. Period. Oh! <laughs> you see how he just walked to the sideline? <laughs> that motherfucker was traumatized. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> Man, he thought he was gonna take that charge. I don't know what the fuck. Like just look at Gary Payton's eyes. Like you see them when they, when they look at look at Gary Payton, he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Game. So you tell me, you tell me who was better. Hey man, you know, I got my mouth shut. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody better than that motherfucker, man. So, I mean, that's. 
Those are my sports. Basketball, boxing, MMA. I'm somewhat knowledgeable about football, but I'm not going to lie. The only reason I even ever even watched football was because of Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was always my favorite player. Jerry Rice, hey. I didn't understand. Like the first time I saw him play, I can't remember which Super Bowl it was. But I was just like, I don't know how the fuck he's catching all these goddamn balls. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. It was like, it, sometimes it looked like he wasn't even looking at the fucking ball. It looked like he just threw, put his hand up. Just like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> just didn't get it. Got him. <laughs> I just didn't get it. But yeah, man. But yeah, that's, but you know, that's 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 the Olympic coverage. And you know what? I'm not shitting. I know people would be like, oh, we're just shitting on the, the rhythmic gymnastic athletes. I'm not shitting on them. I'm saying that perhaps... We should add a pole event to rhythmic gymnastics and let them compete the way the original Olympics were. Naked. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay? That that's what I I would love to see the rhythmic gymnastics naked. That shit would be amazing. Titties and shit to get all in the way, man. Have you seen it? Look up the rhythmic gymnast. They they all in shape. They all shaped like fucking ballerinas. Thin thighs. Nice tight asses. They ain't got no big titties. I don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know that. Shit, they all look like Russian models. I sat up and watched this shit for an hour today. You don't know that. They got that shit on, man. Come on, man. We we don't know. It ain't just a bra. I don't even know if they were the bra. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying let's find out. All right, we don't have to go straight to the Olympics. We just had a rhythmic gymnastic world championship. Did they even have a rhythmic gymnastics world championship? Just let them go to the rhythmic gymnastics world championship and let these girls go out there and do splits, catch balls, play with hoops. Because it looks like, I'm sorry, it looks like artistic stripping. So I'm saying let them take it off. You can get better music. Remember <laughs> y'all that fucking Tchaikovsky and shit? Hold some loot. <laughs> some Juicy J. These hoes getting loose. <laughs> Hell yeah, throwing some Juicy J. That shit would be great to see a bitch do the motherfucking floor routine. Half on the set. Half on the set. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit, be amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. Yeah. I guarantee you. I guarantee you right now, if they did that, shit. What? Simone Biles, who? Shit, did you see Olga? Chim, 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 chim. <laughs> How the fuck I say that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, motherfuckers, 
taking trips to Estonia. Fuck Brazil. Look at these hoes. Got a point, man. There'd be probably be too many niggas up in there, man. Oh, it would be a gang of niggas in there. <laughs> that shit would be ridiculous. <laughs> but, hey, man. If the Olympics ever went back to Atlanta, they'd be like, we rooting for the home team up in this bitch. (laughs) 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 They'd be like, yeah. Ever since they added the pole event, the Americans have been dominating rhythmic gymnastics. Led by their coach, Geraldine. (laughs) 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 Wop, mama, loom, lop. Bitch been stripping since the poles was wooden. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 walk out son with an old Negro spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm serious, man. Man, that was our that was our Olympic coverage. Did you see? You hear about that guy in Florida? That the fuck that bit the face off, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I don't want to go for, man. Everything bad happens in Florida. I mean, I'm gonna go, but Dude, do you realize that's like the fifth face eating story that came out of Florida? I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go visit my cousin. So but fucking I walking mean, dead, in that bitch. Just randomly have alligators swimming up and eating children. <laughs> How the fuck you go to Disney World and an alligator eat your kid? Got a point. Hey, you know what would you know piss me off? We in Disneyland, right? Disney World. I'm sorry, Disney World because it's Florida. You in Disney World. Lands in... Lands in California. Hannah Hannah. Um, so, Disney... Created, yeah. Well, not even created. They didn't create it. It was a up. Wait, wait. wait, Let me finish. Disney put out the Peter Pan movie, right? So we go to Disney World. How come this motherfucking? How come the alligators that swimming around in these goddamn ponds at Disney World ain't got clocks in them or something so we can hear that motherfucker coming like Peter Pan? <laughs> I thought that was just a video game. <laughs> that was in the movie. Yeah, I thought it was because just a video always, game. No, you could always hear the fucking alligator coming because that's how they knew because they would hear the clock ticking. If you heard the clock ticking, you knew the fucking alligator was coming because that's the one that ate hooks hand. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was just a video game. I never seen the movie. Nah. Not the movie all entirely. Yeah, the the clock was in there, and in the Robin Williams re- in the hook. Yeah, well, that's the video game I'm talking about. Okay, because I played that video game. So I was like, saying. I never knew. Why is yeah. that? So goddamn, like you gonna let these motherfuckers run around? At least give them something so we know an early warning system when this bitch is coming around. But man made and fucking Alec like this. Florida's the worst. Then they had it has fucking sinkholes. Mm-hmm. You remember a couple years ago when a fucking sinkhole opened up and just ate a dude's house? 
Yeah. How the fuck does the earth just swallow a person in fucking Florida? Look in China. <laughs> look at look at China. That's China. Everything's <laughs> fucked up in China. <laughs> Motherfuckers gotta wear a mask because the air you can't see. Did you imagine if you walked outside and it was so smoggy you couldn't see your fucking car in the parking lot? <laughs> That's how bad the air quality in some parts of China is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, China, look, I know, and look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but the Chinese government realizes we got too many fucking people in here, okay? We need to off some of these dudes. So they're just letting shit go. <laughs> Well, you think they had a point? At a with, point about with, about, 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 about yeah, back then, did you think they knew, they knew something oh, like that was going to happen? I understand. Oh, of course they fucking knew. That's why they that's why they had to rule. The problem is, is they didn't foresee the outcome of that. China has a has a has a female shortage because if you have one kid. Traditionally, everybody's gonna want a boy. Now, I'm not saying boys are better. I see, yeah, too. Yeah. But yeah, especially in an agrarian economy, because most of fucking China is rural. It's not big cities. There's big cities every once in a while, and there's a bunch of people that gravitate toward those big cities. But for the most part, China's countryside. So, if you're a farmer, do you want to have a son that can help you fucking plow the fields and do all this other shit? Or do you want another chick to help your mama wash dishes and possibly sell her pussy by the roadside? <laughs> like, oh. God damn it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, look, that's what it is. You took it too far, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we was in the trash tree. I thought we was. I thought we was being honest in this motherfucker. Look, you telling me right now that there ain't not one Chinese father out there pimping his daughters? I guarantee you it is. Hey, as long as it said that word yum yum, uh, <laughs> I can't say that. So, and I'm not saying nothing against motherfucking China. I love Chinese people. I love food. I love the Shaolin martial arts. I love all that shit. But China's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, got that guy with that vacuum cleaner sucking up all that dirt, and they made bricks. They made a house out of the pollution. I believe. Man, look, he just walked around. Yeah, I remember that shit, dude. Yeah, but like, Florida, Florida is unique. Like how Texas is unique. In the United States, Texas is unique from all of the other states because Texans are ridiculously proud of being from Texas. That's true. Like, there's plenty of people that's proud to be from the state that they're from. Texans are so fucking obnoxious about being from fucking Texas. It's goddamn ridiculous. All right, and half my fucking family's from here. I love to. I I love Texas. I love the state of Texas. I grew up in most of my goddamn life, but. Some of you motherfuckers take this shit too goddamn far. <laughs> Alright. Alright. It's, it's fucking annoying. Um, but yeah. It's. But, but Florida? 
Florida's just fucked up. It is fundamentally fucked up. The dong of America. Okay. All right. So, so you gonna have, you gonna tell me? You gonna look me in my face and tell me that motherfucking Trayvon Martin was a 16, 17, 16 year old kid get shot by some fucking bullshit neighborhood cop, neighborhood watch, watch. wannabe cop motherfucker and and it's so fucking fucked up that it starts the whole Black Lives Matter movement or whatever and George Zimmerman still walk around free mm-hmm. I don't understand how ain't nobody shot that motherfucker yet but that shit happens and everybody's like well this is yeah. it's like well it was fucked up that it happened, but you know, situations arise and he needed to protect himself and all this other shit. Right. So that's that happens. But right before that, Casey Anthony kills a baby, buries it in a fucking shoebox, and this bitch walks free. <laughs> what the fuck? And goes to the club. How the fuck is this bitch? What the fuck? What is going on in Florida? What is going on oh, in Florida? Shane, what did I read earlier? I read Florida something earlier and it, and it was fucked up. Oh, no. Okay. The guy. The motherfucker that was in Florida. Oh, the one that ate the, ate the face? Sitting there. Okay, they say he started out. He didn't with his family. He got pissed off because I guess the service was slow. He storms up and he leaves. Goes to my house. Garage door is open. There's, you know, husband, wife. Yeah. Stab, stab. Attack the neighbor. Yeah, stab the neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Neighbor survived. But, um, cops roll up and he's eating the face. Yeah. That's right. They taste. Yeah, twice. Tased him. Right. Twice. Right. <clears throat> I'm going to say it again. They tased him twice. While they he, run up on him. While he was eating the while face While he's of eating the face of a person. Right. Tased him twice. Motherfucker in the car. Hey, look, man, I got a gun, I got my permit, and blah, 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 my license, and my blah, blah, is right here. Can I get it? Yeah, sure, go ahead. All right. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. This motherfucker is Philando, eating Philando Castile got shot for reaching for his idea. 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 I was, I was reaching for my idea. <laughs> I was reaching for my idea. Yeah, but Philando Castile gets shot. Reaching for his ID. But you see, but, see, but, yeah. they, but they roll up on somebody that's eating somebody's face and they're going to tase him? Blood all over the place. Tase him? Twice. And then decided they didn't want to kill him, so they surround him and then they, they physically restrain him and pull him off and they arrest him. Now look, if there was ever a candidate for some police brutality, it's a motherfucker that didn't eat somebody's exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> like, ain't nobody gonna blame a cop for shooting. <laughs> no. Ain't nobody gonna blame. No. Down. <laughs> so it's like, oh, <laughs> <he was laughs> shoot that. Shoot that. It's like, oh, but he's like, he was high. But so, so is that k
who was a college football player, got high on some shit, broke into a car dealership, jumped on a car, and broke some windows in a car dealership. They shot his ass. They shot his ass. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do nothing to break some cars. Now, I'm not saying the motherfucker shouldn't have went to jail. I'm not saying he didn't do nothing wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you probably didn't sh- need to shoot that motherfucker. Because they was like, ah, well, he, he could have been dangerous. This motherfucker's eating somebody's face. Exactly. <laughs> you, got, you got all these motherfuckers sitting there talking about, all right, you know, you got the guy that was... But, but Jeremy... Well, look at his record. Jeremy. Well, look at his background. Jeremy. What? You forgot. Hmm. All lives matter. Hmm. All lives matter. Even the life of a motherfucker who's eating somebody's face. <laughs> he ate a person's face. Oh, this is the most ridiculous fucking thing like. There's no way you take a motherfucker alive who's eating somebody's face. You don't come back from that. No. Because you get out of jail, you 60 years old. Nigga, did you eat that motherfucker ate somebody's <laughs> face? <laughs> How the fuck are you still alive? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was on some shit, you know. Uh... That, what the fuck are you? <laughs> That's some bullshit. They, but hey, they took Jeffrey Dahmer alive too. But he won't caught up eating somebody's face. Jeffrey Dahmer was a goddamn cannibal. I understand. I understand. I mean, I understand. I understand. hundred ten percent what you're saying. Yeah, he did all these acts. But hey, if they rolled up on the motherfucker while he was in the middle of that act, shoot him. But now I, they caught him. You gonna shoot him? Look, this is what I'm saying. I mean, I see what you're saying, that, that but... You walk into Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment and you search his shit and you open up the freezer and you see human faces. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. This, this I understand. This is no longer a capture order. <laughs> I, but, look, I, I'm, I'm trying to look at it on the police... Oh, no, I understand point what you're of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you walk up on somebody with that kind of heinous act or whatever. They trying to catch the motherfucker. They ain't trying to kill him. They trying to catch him. Yeah. You know, on, on that note right there, they caught him. But, but look, could, man, bro, look, man, you got you got somebody. Yeah, he was eating people's face. He was eating somebody's face, but it's not like he was selling bootleg CDs. I mean, come on now, this motherfucker's dangerous. Yeah. Motherfucker said it, Lucy's man. We gotta chuck this thing out. Like, <laughs> exactly. But you know, I'm, I'm, but you know, we're, we're, we're seeing the, the the difference here. You know, I mean, I'm, look, man, this dude walking around. Oh, with a whoa, whoa, I'm not agree- But no, Jamie, 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 eating somebody's face is not like a twelve year old standing in a park with a pellet gun. Toy gun. That twelve yo could have put somebody's eye out with that pellet gun. <laughs> have you not seen a Christmas story? <laughs> that little nigga is dangerous, okay? That's one person's face. 
and, and, and three sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very tasty when he's eating his face, wasn't he? Yeah. He did just leave dinner. Service was slow. Service was horrible. He was hungry. I mean, what's a little white? What's a, what's a little face eating? You got a bottle of liquor? Yeah, a little bit of crown. Ugh. I mean, it's not like, a, you know, John Crawford was walking around in Walmart with a toy gun. Now, Walmart sells. Of course the police shot him. <laughs> Maybe if he'd have been Walmart eating the bitch face, <laughs> he would have walked out of there alive. That's the most ridiculous. I don't understand how the fuck this is bullshit. It's bullshit. And I know people were like, well, more black people interact with the cops and come out alive than come out dead, so it's not that big of a problem. Nigga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? The fact that people even have to worry about this bullshit. The fact that motherfuckers right now are getting years for weed. Yeah. When motherfuckers are making millions for selling the same shit in Colorado, in LA, in Washington State, it's bullshit. It is complete bullshit. All right? Stop it with this fuckery. <laughs> okay? It is, it is pure fuckery. My All thing right? is, is this right here. Why is it they haven't uh, gone to the people that are selling that uh, bad salt or... Uh, K2. That K2 shit is fucking people up. Yeah, K2. That K2 shit is... Well, well how, how do they say it? Substitute cocaine? Yeah, synthetic cocaine. It's synthetic cocaine, synthetic weed, all that shit's driving people crazy. Get the fuck out of here, man. I mean... Mm. Look, it's one thing to extract THC from a natural source. It's another yeah. thing to chemically try to recreate it. Obviously, that shit ain't working. Because these motherfuckers out here taking that synthetic shit and going out of their fucking mind. You know how many fucking world star videos there are? Of people getting high and running down the street, butt naked, fucking shit up. You seen that one? That okay. one kid? Because I grew up. I grew up, shit, we both grew up doing that fucking, that, that crazy, like, five-year PCP phase. Where motherfuckers was getting wet and getting butt naked and running down the yeah. street, fucking shit up. Well, I never fuck with that shit. No, I, I, hey, I never fucked with yeah. that either. But... We both kids when that shit happened. That shit was on the news all the goddamn time. That shit was so bad. My dad, my dad told me the story about he was in, in L.A. and he was in a homeboy went to this concert. Right? <laughs> I forgot who he said it was playing. It might have been in Parliament, but I'm not sure. Oh, uh, but they go to this this fucking uh, they go to the L.A. Coliseum to see this concert. And motherfuckers, you know, it's, it's like late 70s, early 80s or whatever. They pass the shit around. So the shit get to my dad and his friend. They're like, oh, no. Fuck that shit. Couldn't want weed. It's PCP. Well, well, it's smoking fucking PCP. But how did... But Okay, but go ahead. So 
they know this as this crowd of people. Like, and the way the um, the way the shit is, because you know the Coliseum used to be the old Raiders Stadium. They built it for the Olympics or whatever when the Olympics was in LA. But they had tunnels and all of the tunnels led to the uh to the center of the field, right? But they had the stands and shit up. So like when you walk through the tunnels, you walk through the fans and onto the field. So the concert's on the field and they see this crowd and it's growing bigger and bigger and it's just circling. Just circling. That's all the fucking dust heads running around. Getting dusted, just getting fucked up, and more and more, and it just kept growing every time it circled. So about the like third or fourth time, it come through. My dad and his friend, they still be, you know, they got them enjoying whatever they in the back party and the shit, but they still kind of standing in the tunnel, and then all of a sudden, they hear, "Oh shit, <laughs> get the fuck out of the way!" They see people running toward them. It's a stampede of butt naked dust heads. They lost their fucking mind and they just running through the fucking stadium. They just running through the LA Coliseum. <laughs> so they see it. They run to the side and jump up and grab the fucking railing for the bleachers and pull themselves up and they holding on to the thing and they say fucking like 200 naked people <laughs> just stampeded past them. They stepping on motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't even, I I have no frame of reference for that. I can't even imagine that shit. Just 200 something fucking people, butt naked, just stampeding through a goddamn stadium. <laughs> Fucking cops came, they had to shut the fucking concert down. Like, yeah, like people need to, they need to stay off that, like, stop fucking with that man made shit. If it don't grow, don't fuck with it. I messed up. What? It's like they're saying God made a mistake. We're going to try to fix it. God made that plan. You ain't telling me you gonna change something God made. You don't need this. You don't need synthetic shit. If it's natural, just give me the natural shit. Now look, I've had some uh, synthetic uh, opium, and I've had real opium. Basically, it smoked the same. Originally, uh, uh, regular opium, it, it was more of a, you got more of the effect. Synthetic opium, you can smoke a little bit more versus uh, regular opium, you just get a little piece, put it on top of your weed, hit that shit, and then you, you're good. Synthetic, uh, you know, you just get a bit a bigger ball and put it on top and smoke that shit. I mean, I'm not saying it's a, it's about the same. Am I wrong, Shane? Nah, it it's a, I'm gonna say it's about the same. But 
that's the only synthetic shit I've ever. Yeah, that's the only synthetic shit I've ever fucked with. Well, I mean, alright, so like, this, this. But see, and that's the thing, though, is that people think that the whippets get you higher. The whippets don't get you higher. What the whippets do is it constricts the fucking uh, blood vessels in your brain, and the lack of oxygen is what gets you high. It'd be the same thing as if I walked up behind you and choked you out. If I choked you out and let you go right before you passed out, you get the same fucking feeling. I don't know. Been choked out. No, man. You've been let go before you go. Because that blood rush back to your brain, that shit gets you high. It's the same thing that happens when people... Have you ever heard of people talking about they have a runner's high? Mm. Yeah. It was because when they stop and all that shit goes back up, you get a euphoric feeling. You don't feel any pain for like five minutes after that. But then you get sore as fuck. Because your body's like, hey, motherfucker, I'm still here. You can't run 10 miles and not have, like, this shit doesn't happen like that. It doesn't work that way. Your body doesn't work that way. But your brain, yeah, them chemicals flood in, you get that fucking high. You get it for like five minutes. And I've been choked out and almost passed out a bunch of times. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, look. Science is fucking great. It's a bunch of shit that science created that we benefit from every day. And I kind of get the feeling of what what you mean about the synthetic opium because that's all morphine is. Morphine and heroin, they're one chemical away from each other. It's the same fucking shit. And like Oxycontin. Oxycontin is uh, synthetic heroin. Cause it's all opium. It's all it's all opium. Yeah, yeah. But like, more motherfuckers die from oxycontin. More people in the last <clears throat> two years have died from oxycontin overdoses than they have from heroin. And that shit's illegal. They give that shit to people who come up and say they have any kind of fucking pain. And but they, they call it an epidemic now. Yeah. Because DAE started cracking down on that on doctors giving away that shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, another thing we can thank fucking Florida for. Yeah, right. <laughs> another fucking thing we can thank Florida for. Take hey, you it. ever seen that fucking, uh, that documentary, Opiate Express? Nope. Or the Oxycontin Express? Nah, I heard of it though. Man, in that fucking documentary, dude, Florida. Like, of all of the fucking Oxycontin prescriptions or whatever, and, and, and pills and shit, it's all 90% <laughs> of the pills that were given out in America were given out in fucking Florida. Like, it was so loose. Motherfuckers from West Virginia would drive oh, down, yeah, get shit from Florida, and go back up to the fucking, to, to, to the West Virginia and all that shit and sell those fucking pills. What the fuck are we doing? All this goddamn Oxycontin. You got bitches coming around talking about they're addicted to Adderall and all this other shit. Yeah. You just got a bunch of high motherfuckers running around. Back in the day, it was Vicodin and shit. Yeah. You don't have Vicodin no more. You're like, what the fuck is Vicodin? Vicodin. What the fuck is that? And that's why, and that's why the fucking uh, uh, heroin spiking. No, 
is because now that they're cracking down on the oxys, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are going straight to heroin. Because they need that fix. Yeah. What the fuck? You can't roll a joint. Yeah. <laughs> Just relax and What the fuck is this shit? Jesus Christ. It's something that your body's gonna need more and more and more of every time until you fucking die. Fuck. We need to just stop this joint, man. And you smoke a fucking joint a day. You don't need to smoke more than the joint a day. That's no. You don't crave that shit. I mean, no. I'd like to. That's the other thing. But you should get your, you know, you smoke you a good joint. You smoke you a blunt, maybe, mm-hmm. or whatever. You good. You yeah. But that's the thing though Is you can smoke yourself stupid You gonna wake up money. hungry as fuck <laughs> <laughs> You gonna wake up hungry as fuck Probably upset That you didn't do whatever the fuck you planned on doing that day <laughs> <laughs> Go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> But you cool You ain't trying to kill nobody Yeah You fuck around and take one too many oxys you ain't waking up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you ain't gonna get the chance to be mad. <laughs> shit. I'm fucking gonna be out of time. That's a goddamn shame what they did to that boy. <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. This is so fucking stupid. Why do we get like we know this shit? This ain't some shit that we gotta guess about. Motherfuckers like to get high. We all like to get high. Everybody likes to get high. People are like, oh, I, I, I live on the straight and that. No, everybody does something that, that 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 gets them high. Everybody does something that makes them feel good. Cause if they didn't, they they fucking kill themselves. That shit might be different for some. It's different for everybody. Me, particularly, I like drink. Some people like to smoke. Some people like to shoot up. Some people like to fuck. Some people like to fight. Some people like to. But it all—it's all shit that makes us feel better about what the fuck we do. So how about we just say, all right. As long as you ain't fucking up somebody else, you get to do whatever the fuck like you like to do. But you can't do this fucking like that that heroin shit, them oxys, like that. You leave that shit alone. Cause you end up fucking somebody up or killing yourself. You know, let them smoke weed. You know, you got pain. Oh well, I don't like to smoke. Okay. Take this edible. You eat this shit in an hour, you ain't gonna feel shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get what the fucking big deal is. I don't get what the fucking big deal is. It's so fucking stupid. Listen to a podcast and it said something about they can't replicate it or some kind of bullshit. They can't replicate what? Hold on. We're talking about weed. Now, whenever they said it, I was like, 
What do you mean you can't replicate it? You can grow it. So, it's something about how they can't do something. I'm just going to say they can't replicate it. Something like oh, that. Oh, it's, it's the... Because um, they're going through this in fucking Colorado right now. Where um, they haven't figured out an effective way to measure potency. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They can't effectively <laughs> figure out a way to measure potency with an amount. So, say, like, you get, like, a... I don't know, because I'm not... I know the math. I don't know how they measure the shit. But say like you get like a 50 milligram, something that's supposed to have 50 milligrams of weed in it, right? So 50 milligrams of swag is not 50 milligrams of kush. Mm -mm. Like the potency. Then that's the problem. Is because they can figure out, okay, it has this much weed in it. But how do we measure the potency of this against the potency of this? Like how, how do you say... Well, it's just like whenever you uh, have the um, off-brand um, Percocets or whatever. Generic shit. Generic shit versus the good shit. But see, that's, it. that's the problem, though. It's see, like, no, they those, can sit there and do that. Well, no, with those drugs, with those drugs, those drugs are often made by the same company. And with that, the excess that you're paying is for the name brand. It's like uh, when you buy... Uh, <laughs> but 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 when you buy yeah when you buy it still you, has you buy weed still has the same active ingredient no I know but they're saying potency they're saying how it affects people and they're not measuring that because a generic you take a five milligram pill and you take a five milligram pill they're both giving you the same yeah they're effect. giving you the same effect but one works better than the other no not really no they're just charging you for marketing they're charging you for the, like um. Uh, like if you buy a NyQuil and then you buy that Equate shit, mm. right? It's the same shit in it. Same exact shit. Same exact amounts. And often it's made by the same company. The NyQuil costs more and you buy it because you know NyQuil. It's like uh, clothes. Wranglers cover your ass the same as fucking FUBU. <laughs> but you pay $40 for fucking FUBU jeans and $10 for some Wranglers. They do the same fucking thing. It's just you're paying because this is food. It's it's marketing. It's a, it's a brand name. Tied in Purex. Same shit in it. Fuck that shit. Purex don't work for shit. Shit, I use Purex all the goddamn time. My shit clean. <laughs> so, and the thing is not it's not the names that work. It's because. If if you're making weed brownies or whatever, right? And they go to one fucking they go to one shop and all they use is straight up Afghan Kush, the highest grade of shit. And they say, Okay, this is fifty milligrams of weed in this brownie. But it's fifty milligrams of high grade shit. And then you go down the street and another motherfucker's making brownies, but it's fifty milligrams of swag. Yeah, but you say that's what I'm saying, is that they don't know it's not that they don't know the amounts; they don't know the potency, and they're, well, they're having a problem. All right, labels. which 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 brings us to Marinol. Marinol is that um, gel, mm -hmm. THC. 
the down the downfall with that is they could not regulate how much THC was in each separate pill yeah. because it's a gel. Yeah. But they still sell it. That the down. I mean, when I say the downfall, the, the from what their point of view is. Yeah. This is just a bad part about it. They just like they well, will. Why, they, and that's one that's one pill could be stronger than the other. Is it, they're still doing that, and that's it's because it's such a new industry that this is just a growing pain that they're going through. But Marinol's been out for a while. But it hasn't been fucking publicly available for a while. That's the problem. Well, if you've got to have. No, you when got I say that. publicly, I mean, like, you can just go out and buy it. Like, no, no, no. All right, that's what I'm saying. It's like the shit in Colorado, the shit that they're, they're going through in there and Washington State and all this other shit, is because it's the first time that... Because when the shit was underground, when, when you just had to know a weed man, you got what you got. And there was no recourse or whatever. Now motherfuckers are going back and like... Yo, yeah, motherfucker, this supposed to be a reputable fucking business... And you selling me swag brownies when I go up the street and get this. Or, you know, um, they go and they buy the chocolate things or whatever, right? And they pull off a piece. And they eat a piece. And one piece is way more potent than the next piece that they pull off and eat or whatever. Like, people, because these aren't, these aren't fucking, these aren't potheads. These are casual people. These are regular citizens. Going up there. Oh, that what you just said ain't true. No, it is true. You can't. You. Nah, man. You if, if you buy a fucking cookie or a bar, there ain't no separate highs. There, there there's no way. There's no way. Jerk, You talking about this from somebody who's experienced with this shit? I'm talking about it as people going to Colorado to do what they call fucking drug tourism. Where they go and they buy what looks like a fucking chocolate Hershey bar, Hershey okay. bar, and it's got like how in a Hershey bar has got those little sections that you can yeah. drop off or whatever. All right, so you have somebody who's never eaten edible edible before, never smoked weed, they're in Colorado for a ski trip, and they decide, oh my god, we're gonna get high today, and then they go and they pull off one piece, and it fucking makes them high for like an hour and a half or whatever, and then they pull off another piece and they eat it, you know, the next day, and it. That's what I'm talking about. They're talking about potency per thing. They want to know exactly how much. It's going to be the same throughout the whole thing. Apparently not. There's no fucking way. Unless you're you're separately making them, separately making these pieces, and then joining them together. There's just people doing it that don't know shit. Yeah. Because you eat something one day and you eat the next day, it might not hit you. Exactly. You know, it all depends on. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing the logic. I'm saying it from the perspective of the people that are fucking making the complaint. Mm. And what they're going to Colorado and saying is, we need something that consistently says how much and what the effect is going to be. They want predictability, and you can't predict something like that because it's just like with any other drug. Like some shit just doesn't work on people. Some sometimes you go and some people just. Doesn't make a difference if they take the fucking chicken pox vaccine. They just get fucking chicken pox. <laughs> and they just have it because this part, this this legalization thing, this experiment basically that they're doing, is just too new. 
just don't have a record. Like people can go back and look at Marinol and all these other fucking drugs that have been out for fucking decades and in controlled environments that they're giving people and they're like, okay, we know what this does. And we know the failure rate and we kind of know we can kind of look at somebody and be like, okay, it's not affecting them the right way. And then they just know. They just don't know what we They just don't know. Because nobody's ever actually fucking collected the data. Well, nah, man. There are people that do. The government doesn't listen to them. That's the fucking problem. Okay. There are fucking well, either way. scientists out there that fucking know exactly Who makes the CBD oil? Scientists. There's, there's people out there that's doing this exactly shit. Okay, I'm not did. saying that they're not. It's just I'm the saying that they don't have a fucking, like, there's some sort of... It's just that there's no one under someone's wing that's under a government official that doesn't agree with a government official, but, A, they're running these tests and saying, you know, they can say, I disagree with you without nobody cutting them off, make them disappear. But if there was somebody that was under somebody's wing that was doing the shit, it's like, hey, look, man, I'm going to do this shit for you. I ain't got to agree with you. But I'm going to run these tests. But I'm not going to agree with what you're going to say after I tell you. That might be there. So there's no one there that, that's, that's doing that. Probably not. Because what's the word? What's the word? A radical? Is that what it is? Uh I don't know what the word is called, but they don't want the, they don't want the that type of person when it comes to this type of shit. Probably, because well, it's all money. Man. Well, it's money, and and plus, the government just, ain't making money. On this is the other thing, though. No oh, well, because they know the shit, and they're just wanting. Come on, man! You gonna classify this same motherfucker as heroin? Get the fuck out of here. Suck my dick. I classify high than heroin. Well, wow. Heroin is scheduled too. Well, that's besides the point. My thing is this. Is. This is the first time that they've had a sample size this goddamn big just because it's legal. And that's. More than likely, I'm gonna say I'm not saying I'm not discounting what you're saying. I'm saying more than likely, that's more than likely the problem that they have because they just don't know how to fucking deal with it. They don't know how to deal with fucking eleven states just going fuck y'all. <laughs> it's gonna be what it's gonna be, and shit's gonna get fucked up, and you just gotta fucking deal with it, like because. Yeah, there's people who've been doing these experiments, but not on this fucking scale. It's 11 states full of people. This isn't some fucking lab where some dudes got testing 250 fucking people. This is a couple million fucking people doing the thing. And then, that's just the millions of people that live in those states. That's not the people who cycle through and visit, who never tried drugs. And the only reason why they haven't tried it is because they're fucking scared or whatever that it's illegal where they fucking live. So... With that aspect of it, I tend to give them the benefit of the doubt. I tend to give them the benefit of the doubt just because I understand the math behind it when you're dealing with 40 million people, potentially.
Because you get 40 million people, I guarantee you at least 4 million of them are just fucking retards. <laughs> I guarantee you 10% of them are just fucking retards. They just don't understand it. Okay, so you went to Colorado for two weeks and you decided you wanted to get high every day and you don't understand that in the first five days, yeah, you got high as fuck when you ate them. Or maybe nothing happened. And in the last five days, like, it affects everybody differently. And you might not be buying the same quality every fucking day. And you don't understand the difference between that and that. Because when you talk about liquor, like, if you've been used to drinking, outside of beer, like, when you drink liquor, quality comes in taste and smoothness and all this other shit. But a ten dollar bottle of vodka will get you just as fucked up as a hundred dollar bottle of vodka. <laughs> uh, it's just the next day that gets yeah. you. So there's no comparison. Like there's no comparison in effect. Forty proof is forty proof in alcohol. We've proven that. Fifty milligrams of swag is not fifty milligrams of Kush, and a lot of people just don't understand that. And when you had that many people doing it, and then you talking about uh, child proofing and uh, uh, making the shit not look like shit that kids eat and all this other stuff. These fucking kids are eating those, those the fucking laundry soap. Sure. In the fucking packages. Sure. I know. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to go against you. I'm just saying. Yeah, and it's a it's a parental uh, responsibility yes. thing because, as far as I know. Ever since they went medical in California and all the shit that comes out of Colorado is all put in fucking childproof containers. So the cases that I've heard about where kids got in their parents' weed has been because the parents were irresponsible and left the shit out and the kids got into it. It wasn't because it was shaped like a fucking gummy bear or a star or whatever. <laughs> it's because you fucking left this shit out. And they're like, well, it shouldn't look like candy. No, you should put your fucking weed away. The whole idea of a liquor cabinet came because you're supposed to lock that shit up. Just like you have a gun safe. Just like you have anything else that you have that could be detrimental to a kid. And and they could get into it. You put it the fuck away. Dad's porn stash. You're not supposed to get into that. It's like, put your shit away. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to find their mama's dildo. <laughs> Yuck. Hide that shit. If you leave the shit out, of course if it looks like a plastic bag of gummy bears and your fucking three-year-old walks in there, of course he's gonna fucking eat one. How about you put your fucking weed away? About being responsible, but but that's the thing though is that this is a new thing. But guess what? Guess what? Guess the fuck what? Now say that right. You don't smoke cigarettes, and I didn't smoke cigarettes. Start smoking cigarettes because they were smoking in my house. You anybody can find a cigarette. Yeah, smoke it. And it was out whenever we were growing up. When I was growing up, you were growing up, Shane was growing up. That 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 pack of cigarettes. I'm not talking about that pack of cigarettes sitting out. Folks ain't around. You get curious. You gonna smoke that shit? Nobody said nothing about that shit. No, people have. But 
You're going to sit here and criticize somebody that's going to leave that bag of weed out. Well, see, this is this is the this is the fuck shit about or 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 leave a joint. This is the fuck shit in the in the in the, in the, in the ashtray. This is the fuck shit about cigarettes. Is for years cigarettes been walking at the kid. Yeah, I remember the candies. So, oh, it's not even the fucking Laramie old the old Laramie pack uh, candy cigarettes. They would actively market cigarettes to kids because uh, for a while a craze was flavored cigarettes that tasted like candy. That was a thing. Um, yeah. Oh no, this documentary is about this shit. They actively marketed cigarettes to kids. They actively, um, that's the whole reason why on the billboards they got rid of Joe Campbell. Yeah, Joe, I remember that shit. That was, a, that, was a, that was the reason why they did it. It's because the Joe Campbell campaign was marketed towards fucking like 15 year olds. Um, yes, yeah, shit's true. Um, it's just like they had flavored cigarettes, they had flavored malt liquor, they had flavored all this other shit. They were marketing it to, to kids. And, if you look at Texas law, you got to be 18 to to purchase cigarettes. You can be 15 and walk around with a pack of cigarettes and the cops will not say anything to you. That is Texas law. Exactly. You can't sell it to them. But they are legally allowed to possess them. It's the same as a gun. In Texas, you got to be 18 to buy a shotgun. You can be 14 and carry one. <laughs> so I can't speak. I can say I can only speak about what I know. I know Texas law. And I know this because in high school, I used to always fucking question motherfuckers about that shit because they were never allowed to go off campus and go to the fucking convenience store across the street and buy cigarettes. But fucking half our school used to smoke. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck? He's like, my, my brother buys a fuck. And I was like, the cops don't fuck? He's just like, no, you can be 16. So I looked it up. You can be 16 and fucking have a pack of cigarettes. Or 15 and, be, and, and walk around with a pack of cigarettes. You can be a 15-year-old and walk around Texas right now with a cigarette in your mouth. And if the cops pull you over, they cannot take your fucking cigarettes. Now, what kind of sense does it make? That's how entrenched the tobacco lobby was in our government. That they got those laws passed in states all over the fucking country. They wanted to get kids hooked young so that they would smoke for their entire fucking life. And the only reason why you have all of these people bitching about fucking weed is the alcohol lobby and the tobacco lobby. Because the tobacco lobby is still strong. And the alcohol lobby is still strong. And they figure that they have a generation of kids who grow up and figure out that, oh, well, I can just smoke pot or whatever. They'll never grow up. And they'll never grow up to be heavy drinkers. They'll never grow up and smoke cigarettes. I will, say, I will say they won't smoke cigarettes. They're going to drink. Maybe. I feel they will drink. But, and this is the thing, though. Is that but it's, cigarettes, no. Nah. It's, it's in cigarettes, the number, though. It's in the number. I feel cigarettes would be absolute. Oh, yeah. They'll be gone. But it, if you're in alcohol lobby or whatever, and, like, 
drinking in college is part of American culture. So you get to go to spring break and you're going to fucking binge drink and wake up hungover and and, 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 and would throw up all over your goddamn room. Everybody. Okay, it's going to decline. Yeah, and it's that's what decline. they're scared of because it's profit. It's not that they don't think anybody's ever going to not drink again. Of course people are going to drink. Are people going to drink like they like they do now fucking weed's legal? Yeah, I was Would slow. you drink as much? I will be not. No, I, I had this conversation with Shane. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'll stop. But I don't, I don't like the fact that since I stopped smoking, I've been drinking yeah. more. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it at all. So, I mean, that's... Like I said, all of this shit is all new. But... It's all new. The fucking country's never been through this before. And you're going to see a bunch of fucking issues come up with it like this. Where it's slowly beginning to legalize in different places and all this other shit. Never been through it. Never had this kind of numbers. And even the people who did, it was always some weird underground experiment. You know, 200 people, 250 people, pain management, you know, seeing what it does to this and this and that, da da da. Shit affects everybody differently, so you can't really equate a small sample set with the general populace. But alcohol, we pretty much know what the fuck alcohol does because it's been legal for fucking ever. <laughs> so. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying 10 to 15 years. Maybe sooner. Maybe sooner. That it's going to be legal? Mm-hmm. Completely legal. And I'm not talking about medical. I'm talking about legal. Yeah, legal yeah. Period. I'm thinking medical is probably going to pass in like the next five. Medical needs to be. I think medical is going to be passed in the next five. It needs to be. And then... I would be happy to see medical. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I've, always been, that's what I've been saying. I've, I've been championing decriminalization. Because I know that's going to be the first step. Like the first step to 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 full legalization is decriminalization of it, where it's just a civil fine. And generally, the civil fine is going to be for carrying enough to where you're selling. I told you about that blind guy I picked up, right? The who? One of my clients mm-hmm. work. Shades over at the ballpark. And uh, something happened. Now, where he lives, let's say five people. Now, you pay for your room. But five people live. Right. You know, in the place. And somebody's cousin was staying there. But he was selling weed or whatever. And... He was just visiting Austin, whatnot. You know, he had his gun on the counter. Somebody came home, saw him, didn't know him, called the cops, whatever. This guy, they, you know, bust up in his room. It's like, first off, why are you in my room? Yeah, we're all in one unit, 
But everything's separate. Right. So he had two bags of weed. Two small bags of weed. Those two small bags of weed didn't even mount up to a fucking gram. But it was separate. They got him with that. Yeah. They're saying uh, intent to sell, right? Uh, he didn't say nothing about that, but $5,000 was the fine. And he's like, say, like, look, hold on. I'm not paying $5,000 for this right here. First off, everything that happened was wrong. You know... Alright, yeah, I'm not supposed to have weed. But it was not even a grand. You gonna charge me five thousand dollars? Yeah. He, he sat there and he told he told the judge, he's like, I'm not trying to tell you what you're gonna you know, what you are or not gonna do in your courtroom, but he said, I'm not paying this. I understand, I'll take responsibility. Look, and he said, Look, I got a kid. I understand, you know, there's things I need to straighten up in my life. Because I got a, a you know, child, but I'm not paying five thousand dollars. So they made him go and to some classes, but then he has to turn around and pay a lawyer to take those charges off his record. Because which I didn't know till he told me that before, when you fill out a job application, it says, "Have you ever had a felony?" No. But now, according to him, according to him. Have you ever been arrested? And I ain't never seen it. I was like, are you? He says, yeah. I was like, man, are you? He says, yeah, it asks, have you ever been arrested? And I said, well, look, man, if that's the case, there ain't enough paperwork for me. I can't sit up here and write. Well, I got arrested this time, and this is what happened there. Well, I got, no, or, or, okay, that's saying if have I ever gotten a ticket. But still, it's, who has that time? So why would they change it from felony to have you ever got arrested? Because they can't. It's bullshit. It's a fucking job seeker's market, man. Well, uh, not a job seeker. And that's how they weed out people. It's bullshit. I mean, I understand the felonies. Felonies, that's... Alright. I ain't got no felonies. I'm good. Have you ever been arrested? They can be that that picky. If it gets to a point where there's more jobs than people who who, who are there to fill them, then they just need bodies. And when they just need bodies, they get way less picky. It's just like if you got way more pussy than you need, I can tell that fat girl to go, you know, walk the fuck away. But it's been, you know, eight month, nine month drought. 
The standards get a little low. <laughs> I will say no. <laughs> That's the way that works. A lot of times. Supply and demand. Yeah, we got a fucking this. Like I say, there's a lot of fuckery. They are trying in the Texas legislature to get rid of that question altogether. Yeah. Which is pissing off a lot of people. But they're trying to say, you know, no felony, no nothing. Not well, even ask the question yeah. at all to make it illegal that you should ask that question. Yeah, what they're what they're doing, we say should do, is because I'm about it. But well, see the problem. The problem with the with the thing is, is that, and, and this has always been my problem with the criminal justice system, is we need to figure out whether we want just a strictly punitive system or a system to where we actually believe in rehabilitation. Because if we actually believe in rehabilitation, there should be no reason why if somebody's done their time, supposedly paid their debt to society, right. why you should question if they're out looking for a job and trying to do the right thing, why is that held against them when they go to fucking look for work? Because all too often, when they when they fill that question out, if they check yes, that resume or that job application automatically gets tossed to the side because they're going to go, okay, somebody in here who doesn't have a felony or has never been arrested is going to be interested in, I'd rather hire them. Without ever actually meeting the person. You, and that's the problem is that they never actually get interviewed. They find out that when, that, when you had that box checked, you miss out on the interview. You never yeah. get talked to. So and there's a lot of places. Right. Yeah. And you never get an interview, so you never get a chance for employment. You end up not being employed, and you're in the same environment. Like you get dropped back into the same fucking neighborhood, and after fucking you know two three months, you don't have work. You end up doing the same shit that got put you in jail. So. And what's fucked up, and what you're talking about with the like the rehabilitation part is they have these programs in in prison where you're learning a skill, <laughs> learning a job, but then you get out and yeah, you can't do you the fucking job. Do you can't job. do the like, job. You're learning some technical skill, like being an electrician or something, or being a plumber or something. Where you got to go in people's houses. Well, yeah. fuck that. No one's gonna hire a felon yeah. to go inside your house. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. So it's a waste of time. Yeah. No waste of pr- wasted program. Well, no. The problem is this: is that if you don't believe in rehabilitation, then that gives fucking because that's what rehabilitation is all about. Like, yeah, I did something dumb. I stole some shit to try to get some money. I got punished for it. I learned how to do something else. I found a way to, to right, a, a skill, life. and I'm doing this, and I'm not getting a chance to apply my trade because of some shit I did in the past. That's not fucking rehabilitation. Like, rehabilitation is a two-way street. You try to do better, 
and society gives you a shot. If society's not giving you a shot, then the rehabilitation is useless. There's no fucking point. So if prison's only supposed to be about punishment, then we might as well just start shooting fucking people for, for any goddamn offense. We just start executing. You steal, you die. Because once you steal, if you if I can't get a job when I get out of fucking prison, what's the point? What's the point? Why why are you saying that I'm supposed to be rehabilitated? I paid my debt to society and I can't get a shot. The best the the most well known case of it is fucking Michael Vick. Motherfucker spent two years in jail. He's still getting protested. So obviously they don't believe in fucking rehabilitation. You don't believe in rehabilitation. Now look, that's some shit that I think is unforgivable. You fuck a kid, you should die. You kill somebody for some fuck shit, you should die. <laughs> like, yeah. that shit is that shit is that shit is unrehabilitate unrehabilitatable. Unre- I don't even know if that's a word. But <laughs> But yeah. But yeah, you stole some shit, you sold some dope. So you telling me that I sold some dope in 1985 and in 2002 I check a box that says yes because I spent six months in jail for selling a fucking ounce of weed to somebody then I'm still gonna get fucking passed over to even get an interview like this isn't this isn't about you know getting fired this is about even getting an opportunity to 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 talk to somebody to be like yeah you know I was a dumbass in fucking high school I sold some weed to buy some joy I ended up getting caught I've never I've never been in trouble since I'm just trying to get an opportunity you don't even get a chance to go in the room and say that and that's true but now taking that question off the altogether yeah and it's not I even saying but see that's the thing though is that they're not saying. They're not saying that because, like, you take it off the application. All the application does it doesn't guarantee you a job. It guarantees no, you an opportunity to get seen. That's true. When they run your background check, they're going to find out, and they're going to have to make that decision: Is this dude worth taking a chance on? So they're not saying that employees don't have a right to know. You have a right to know who you fucking hire. Yeah. They're just saying, no, we need to give these guys a chance to get in front of somebody and make their case before they're fucking prejudged by checking a fucking box on an application. What the fuck is wrong with that? There's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with that. A lot of business owners disagree with you. Yeah, because a lot of business owners are a bunch of lazy fucks. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if they made them check... If they made them check a box that they were like, oh, have you ever done anything weird with your taxes? But that's the thing, though, is that if they're not running the background checks on everybody, then anybody can lie on the fucking application anyway. You can just yeah. not check the fucking box. And then there's the other side, yeah. Maybe. So. 
Really, that fucking check on the box ain't doing shit anyway. You're gonna find out anyway. Yeah. Right, man. But then we come down to it. Why'd you lie? Why didn't you check that box? Oh, I didn't see it. We mean to see it. Oh, uh, but yeah, I was happy. Yeah. I think everybody, everybody should have. If if we believe in rehabilitation, that's that's a societal thing. If we believe in rehabilitation, then that's then that that then that's what the fucking rule should be. We believe in rehabilitation. We believe somebody can get better. We believe somebody can learn from their fucking mistakes. And they are consistently thinking that jail. It's going to rehabilitate. We're jail to rehabilitate shit. But hold on. Prison, jail, whatever. But that's what they think. But that's that's what they think. That's what they think. That's the whole whole purpose behind this bullshit. The system. It's It's supposed to rehabilitate them. Release them. And they're supposed to be a normal citizen. But, thing is, you go and you fill out that job application, and you check that box. You got rehabilitated while you were in prison. See? You check that box, you ain't getting nothing. Oh, no. Prison system has changed. So, but, 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 you know, it just, it just goes on. You, you know, it, it says... The reason why you go into prison is so you can be re- rehabilitated. Well, we're not going to release him because he's not rehabilitated. Am I wrong? Is that the reason behind certain people uh, wanting to get their uh, like? When's my like? Somebody's going to hear my case or some kind of bullshit? I've been here, such 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 such. I mean, like parole hearings. Yeah. I mean, see, my problem with the whole prison shit is that there's this idea that there's a bunch of programs for people to learn shit, get GEDs, learn trades, do all this other shit. There are some programs like that. That's not most fucking prisons. Most prisons, the funding gets cut for that kind of shit. But the whole thing is, um, so, they're supposed to be in prison to be rehabilitated. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's supposed to be the purpose of it. That's not what the fuck happens he's, 90% he, of the time. Well, now he's a uh, perfect candidate to be out in society, and we can release him. No, because they said that, like, all right, so my, my, my biggest issue with fucking prison is... That if you go to prison for any amount of time, when you go in, as opposed to the time when you come out, fucking society completely fucking changes. Exactly. So, and, so like, and, and this is the other thing, is that they make money off of prisoners. Mm-hmm. They put them on road crews. The state makes money off that shit. And that's private or public prisons. Like, that shit doesn't make any fucking sense. So, you had these people because... And, and, uh... Who was it? Killer Mike? That, uh, talked about reading, I think it was the 13th or the 14th Amendment. 
that says slavery is illegal unless you're a prisoner. If you're a prisoner, you can you're legally a slave. You can legally be put to work without pay. So um, at that point, um, why the fuck are we still like? Why the fuck do I still have to make a collect call from jail? Why does somebody have to have an app on their cell phone to be able to receive a call from the jail? Why the fuck, when I get arrested, if my cell phone gets taken as part of my property or whatever, I can't access it. So if I need to call somebody and I don't remember that number, which nobody remembers anybody's number, why the fuck can't I just send an email to somebody? Because they make money off of that shit. Because the prisons make money off of it. Everything in prison is completely punitive. Jail, prison. I ain't never been to prison. I ain't never been to prison. I've never been to prison. And but I know the shit. shit works the same fucking way because my mom worked in a fucking prison. She worked uh-huh. in fucking okay. Harris County. Okay, okay. In the Harris County Sheriff's bad. Department. Fuck. I'm saying. No. My, my look at prison and jail are two different things. It's all the same fucking system, though. I'd rather be in jail than prison. Hey, okay. And still, I mean, they don't do fuck shit. Say <laughs> this, man. My mom was in uh, safety. I don't recall what that stands for, but it's in Bernie. She was only supposed to be there for nine months, but uh, she was there for two years, I think. But on the rehabilitation side, Ann Richards was the governor of Texas whenever she went in. And they had uh, counseling classes, they had groups they went to, they had, it was a rehabilitation. One just, you know, locked down. An actual, which was what this place was supposed to be. When George Bush got governor of uh, Texas, he cut state funds. He cut a lot of the fucking shit towards prisons. He cut a lot of shit towards state hospitals. For the reason we got fucking crazy motherfuckers walking around the streets these days talking to themselves. They got no fucking funds for state hospitals. When George Bush gets in the fucking office, uh, governor and cuss this shit but all of a sudden she's basically just doing hard time I mean I went to visit her fucking forearms like goddamn Popeye man she was clearing roads cutting down streets uh, cutting down streets cutting down trees fucking you know doing that shit but they weren't doing any real rehabilitation they cut the classes counselors were let go all that shit. The rehabilitation, man, I mean, it can happen in prison, but they gotta let it happen. I mean, shit, man. If it's supposed to be rehabilitation, then let it be, but it's just gonna be prison. You're just breaking rocks. Doing your time and not doing anything with it, and 
Yeah, you're going to come out the same fucking person you were. If not worse. Yeah. No, I never been to county. Yeah. Only been to jail. That's. That's why they feel fucking safe. That's really because they 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 like a motherfucker telling them what to do and when to do it and all this other shit. And not having to worry about where they go to food, get food from. And Three hats in a cot. Yeah, they used to that shit. Bottom line, it would. Did you hear that song that uh, Game did with uh, Dre, Cube, Will oh, I yeah, Am? Yeah, 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 I heard it. That's good shit, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, I listen to a lot of game shit. West Coast hip hop is on a low key rise right now. It's on a low key rise. That, that Dre Compton album. A game been dropping a bunch of mixtapes. Problem been dropping a bunch of mixtapes. It just it ain't hit all over the country. It's uh, it's just fucking troubling. Cause I told you I did I did, I haven't told you I downloaded Designer's mixtape. Who's that shit? Designer dude that do Panda. <laughs> I downloaded that bullshit. Oh my god. He got, a, he got a song on there called Moon People. It is, it is the most unintelligible bullshit I have ever heard in my life. I didn't even know, I didn't even know if that nigga was speaking English. Oh my God, it's so fucking bad. I'm not even going to try to say what Panda, I heard Panda. Yeah. It, Oh, it's so fucking bad. Okay, remember Dave Chappelle uh, when he was talking about Tupac? He was dead yeah. and making. Okay, take music out. Put if if you could hear the music we're talking about, and then the same scene where Dave Chappelle was. 
Listen to this bullshit. It's that new designer. Oh, shout out to uh to the to the hashtag Blackout Podcast. They put me on to this shit. He said, moonwalkers see moon people. <laughs> it took me like three listens to figure out what the fuck he was saying. Confused look on Jeremy's face right now. <laughs> this is the first time he's actually heard Moon People by designer. This shit is. And you know what? I hope this shit gets pulled. I hope they silence this bullshit because nobody should ever listen to designer. This shit is garbage. Let me go ahead and turn this bullshit off. Let, let, <laughs> let, 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 let him hear Panda. Now, I heard Panda at the fucking uh, corner store up from uh, Thompson Lane. That's when I realized this is some bullshit, man. Have you heard, have you heard, uh, have you heard his, uh, Timmy Turner? No. Oh. Oh, Lord. Maybe don't play Panda after I heard, hear this shit. Oh, Timmy Turner is so goddamn bad. This is this is the one at the hashtag Blackout Podcast because they this I was listening to their podcast and mm-hmm. this is the first the, the thing that they that they were listening to that they played on. This is the most. That's heroin music, man. <laughs> yes. That is yes. Who listens to that? <laughs> I have no fucking Who idea. Who the fuck is buying that shit? Oh my god. Go on, go on, go on, go on, him, him, him. It's the worst. Play all a panda. Cause no. I ain't never heard all of Panda. You're not gonna play all of Panda. I never heard all of Panda. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm not playing all of Panda. I will say it is fucking like the the hook is catchy. The song is hot garbage though.
can we can we change this music? Probably not. I hope you left as soon as it came on. Yeah, it's it's garbage. It's not. And you know what's funny? Is this shit makes future seem intelligent. That's the problem. Why they putting it out? I think future. Just put out a crappy ass shit. I have no fucking idea what the fuck. Oh my god! I was I was like, what is this garbage coming out of my goddamn seat? It's horrible. It is horrible music. The beats are not bad. The beats are not bad. The lyrics, if you can call them that. So I'm not 100 percent sure that they qualify if you call them lyrics. Actual English language. Yeah, it's or even fucking like, all oh, that that Timmy Turner song. One of the YouTube comments on it was, "Oh, this is great. When does the English version come out?" Because <laughs> 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 I heard, I heard Panda. I had heard Panda, and I was making fun of it for a while since the day I heard it. But I never heard the Timmy Turner thing until I was listening to the Hashtag Blackout podcast. And they played part of it. And they were just going. I was like, what the fuck is this? Because apparently, you know how um, the hip-hop magazine, XXL, puts out their uh, freshman class or whatever, like the hot new rappers that are coming out? So he was one of the rappers that was on there. And they started going. It was like, what and how? How? Apparently, there are people out here, because honestly, I'm not going to lie, I'm not up on hip-hop like I used to be. Like, somewhere in the last, like, two years, I just stopped giving a fuck about new hip-hop. Like, I just, I just stopped fucking caring, like... Yeah, and I'm gonna say even so even um a lot bad. of the underground shit in it's not even sounding good. It's like uh listen to uh Merce. I'm on uh Pandora. Yeah. Now I'm talking about as far as Pandora goes. And then they start playing the shit and I'm just Look, look, there's a couple there's a couple of guys. Couple of guys that, that from the new generation that I like, but for the most part, fuck them. Like I don't care. I don't like Kodak Black. I damn sure don't like Designer. I'm not a Future fan. I, I don't like if it's not Kendrick or J Cole or uh, uh, Bronson. Schoolboy. Schoolboy Q. Yeah, I listen to his. Oh, Schoolboy Q. That fucking. I even like that song he got with fucking Kanye, that that part song. Fuck that song, man. Kanye fucked that fucking song up. That song needs to get buried and burned while it's in the ground. Okay. So nobody will be able to dig it up. Whatever. That shit, 
Fuck that song. Nah. But I also like the purge. I, I, I heard the purge on the way over there because yesterday. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. Like, like, look, I don't, like I said, I don't have anything. I don't, I don't hate Kanye as a musician. Kanye here it's lately has just been shit. shitting on music. Since he opens his mouth, it's like yeah. See, that's that's his personality. I, I can always separate personality from the product. Like I know Michael Jackson was uh, like to touch kids. I'm still gonna listen to Billie Jean. Like, yeah, Michael Jackson was a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> he can do that move now, like nobody. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you see, people people take it like. Like me, I never liked Bill Cosby. I've never been a Bill Cosby fan. I've never been a Bill Cosby fan. The only thing that I I can honestly say that I really liked about Bill Cosby was uh, was Picture Page when I was a kid and uh, motherfucking Fat Album. And I didn't know Fat Album was Bill Cosby when I was a kid. It used to just come on on Saturday mornings. I didn't really pay attention to who the fuck did it. I know he was on the show. I just never put two and two together that that was his shit. I didn't really care though. But like the Cosby show, it was cool. But I like looking at Denise. <laughs> like I didn't really give a fuck about it. and Felicia Rashad finding the motherfucker. But yeah, it was a cool show. But I've never been a big fan of Bill Cosby. I just haven't. I was a Richard Pryor dude. Like, I grew up like a Richard Pryor, Eddie. I like dirty comedy. So, <laughs> I like when they when they, when they talk about how Bill Cosby's albums are amazing and how he used to sit up and tell stories about his wife and all the other shit. His comedy and shit. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I, the first comedy special I ever saw was Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, shit. I like dirty comedy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. How old are you, Chuck? 37. I don't remember uh, Bill Cosby, and this a little before my time too, but I, I heard this when I was uh, maybe 13, but Bill Cosby back in the day when he was cussing like a motherfucker. I never heard him curse. I, don't, I only heard his clean specials. He, he and like a couple albums, man, where he fucking... And like I liked him, I liked him in Three the Hard Way with him and Sidney Poitier and all those other shit. Like, I'm not saying I hate Bill Cosby. But like how people talk about Bill Cosby as this giant legend and somebody to be like, I hey, never man, saw him that way. I, I, uh, I like I, this comedy. I never saw him that way. I'm not saying it was bad. And I'm I, I saw and I saw Dice Dice shit. Okay, I remember sneaking listening to uh, Pryor. But it was clean shit. But all I'm saying is it's clean shit that all the family can get together. And hey, it was funny shit. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and 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 agree with you on that. Sure. But you got your opinion. I'm not saying that it wasn't good. I'm not saying that he's not a funny dude. I'm saying that I don't see him the same way everybody else sees him. Now, if I had a choice between him and Rodney Dangerfield, I'm taking Rodney. You goddamn right, I'm taking Rodney Dangerfield. Like, like, okay. 
So when I say like, all right, so people sit up and they talk about like the first things that they listen to or whatever. Like literally the first HBO special, the first comedy special I ever saw was Dice at Madison Square Garden. I, I, I don't even know. I can't tell you. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't sit here and tell you. I've seen but, so but much. See, but that's what I'm saying. I've seen though. so much. Is I can't tell you. That's the kind of impact that Dice had on me. Was watching that because I was in my grandma's house in Mississippi. She had one of them big ass satellite dishes in her backyard, and she picked up HBO off of that fucking satellite dish. So my grandma was asleep, my brother was asleep because it was the summer, and my mom sent me out there to stay with my grandma and my brother, right? So everybody in the house sleep. It's like 4 o'clock in the fucking morning, and I go in the fucking living room. How old are you? Fucking like 9? <laughs> I was a kid. I was a kid. And I'm flipping through the channels, and I see all these people cheering or whatever. It was right when it started, right when he walks out. Yeah, yeah, dice, 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 and he's got the fucking jacket on or whatever, and he comes out with the fucking cigarette, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, and he stands out there and he gives everybody to quiet down, and he's like, "Hickory dickory dock." You okay? Seen that? This bitch was on my cock. It's one where you sit up there. He's like, so I'm standing in line at the bank with my tongue up this chick's ass. <laughs> oh man! He was like Jack and Jill went up the hill. They both had a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with two fifty. <laughs> Jesus! I went to school. That next fucking fall trying to tell them jokes. I had no idea what any of them fucking meant. <laughs> but look, it was just like seeing the reaction of that dude. Like, it was just something. I was like, wow. You can be that dirty. You can just talk about You just get up and curse for an hour. I mean, I had snuck in and I heard my dad's Ernie Murphy tapes because he had the tapes, like the comedy tapes or whatever. And I would sneak and listen to that shit and listen to Richard Pryor and all this other shit. Like, I just, from the time I was little, little, like three, four, like dirty comedy has just been the fucking thing. Like, I just liked dirty comedy. I like dirty comedy too, but come on, man. I'm not saying, like, but that's the thing, though, is people talk about Bill. And, like, to me, yeah, Bill's funny. He's funny. He's a funny dude. The same way I think Jim Gaffigan is funny and he does fucking clean comedy. Like hearing Jim Gaffigan tell jokes about fucking pancakes is fucking oh, hilarious. Oh, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. It's yeah. fucking it hilarious. So much of that motherfucker though, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm done, dude. I tried to watch a whole... It's like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Gilbert Iglesias or whatever. Uh, Fluffy or whatever the fuck his name is. He does clean comedy. Like, yeah, okay. He changed up. Some of the shit is He changed up. Some of the shit is funny. Like, I think some of the Bill shit is funny. But, (laughs) there, I'm going to sit up and listen. If I got a chance to listen to Fluffy. Hey, fool. Hey, fool. No. Or fucking Jim Norton. If I got a chance to listen to him or Jim Norton, I'm listening to fucking Jim Norton. Hell yeah, man. Like, out of all my my two favorite comedians, the new comedians, Corey Holcomb 
Corey Hogan is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And God bless the dead Patrice O'Neill. Pound for pound is the funniest motherfucker on earth, dude. Ever. Patrice O'Neal, and, and I've watched Elephant in the Room at least 50 times, and I still have every fucking time. Like, this is not, this is what I like. You tell, Who's funnier than Joey Diaz? A lot of people. Really? With Joey's people. telling the story. With Joey's people. telling the story. Joey can tell the damn I will put Patrice up against uh, Diaz. Yeah, but I'm talking about oh, okay. Yeah, Joe Wise, Joe Wise, Patrice probably fine. I'll put Patrice up against Diaz. But when it but, comes to a story, like if, and we're just sitting out of if we're just sitting at a bar, and Joey starts talking. I see you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I like Joey Diaz, and I'm hoping to see his show next month because he's supposed to be down here next month. But and then guys, I was like Chris Cubis. Chris Cubis is a funny motherfucker. Chris Cubis is a goddamn funny motherfucker. The fat black dude, gray dredge. It's fucking hilarious. But I, I just like, I don't know. It's just a preference, and and I'm not saying I'm not shitting on Bill Cosby because I don't think Bill Cosby's funny. I think Bill Cosby's funny. Bill Cosby is objectively funny. Like, just no, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that he skated by, and, <laughs> you know, people are like, no, he's funny. But, like, how people are like, well, yeah, he was around before Eddie. I think Eddie's funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, I think Pryor was funnier than him. Yeah. I think Sam Kennison was funnier than fucking didn't build. Sam Kennison was oh, fucking shit. hilarious. <laughs> Tad bit annoying, but yeah, but he was fucking funny. Yeah, Bill Hicks before he got too political oh, was Hicks. fucking funny. George Carlin, funnier than Cosby. I will say that. I will say that. Mitch, I can't say Mitch Hedberg. I, but Mitch Hedberg, Mitch Hedberg was clean. Mitch Hedberg was clean, but he was fucking hilarious though. Because it was so weird. His shit was so fucking weird. Say clean, but he had so much drug inferences. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say clean. Oh, his fucking Bigfoot joke is fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I think Bigfoot is just a blurry creature running around the countryside. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious, man. Oh, I'll take it. I, we got a... a, a Oh, it is Smadella. Nah, I got it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, uh, one that hadn't been mentioned, though, was uh, Louis C.K., man. Louis C.K. is fucking hilarious. Wait, 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 wait. What's that other redhead's name? Carrot Top? No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you, dude. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Fuck Carrot Top. Bill Burr. Bill Burr is the fuck. I can hear his voice. Yeah. And I'll shut up. Oh, his his bit? Have you heard his bit about whores? Probably, but... (laughs) (laughs) Bill, man... Oh, Bill Burr has the greatest range. He's... It's the way he talks. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and it's like this motherfucker doing this. Bill Burr is fucking hilarious. Dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. The all right, the bit about uh, whenever his uh, his 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 girl, his wife, adopted this pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that was my <laughs> funniest crazy. shits right there, right a there. Great story, oh, man. Bill Burr is fucking crazy. <laughs> Bill Bird, to me, <laughs> top five comedians right now. Oh, hey, top definitely. five, easily top five. Definitely. That, that Louis C.K. Louis C.K. though, his bit, when he talks about <laughs> when he when he was on that fucking stage, and he was like, "Look, look, I'm not saying white people are better. I'm saying being white is obviously better." <laughs> 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 like, dude, Louis C.K. is fucking hilarious. Did you see his show? Put, Did Louis, you see his show? All of them. Louis C.K. No, uh, no, it's TV show. Yeah. Okay. I seen his TV show. I watched his Netflix show. I used to love fucking uh, Life with Louis uh, when it was on HBO. HBO, man, that shit was fucking that shit was great. Oh, with Jim, yeah, with Jim was his fucking oh, neighbor. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, and then they have Louis on FX. Yeah, I've seen that shit too. That was his little girl. I don't know. Remember he he had that uh, show with his little girl. It's the one he's got now. Yeah. It's about in its what third, fourth season. Yeah. And but that was, was funny as shit too. I haven't seen that in a while. And but, he got a yeah. Netflix show about uh, growing up, wherever the fuck he grew up, about his dad. It's a fucking cartoon called uh, "F is for Family." Yes. That shit. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. That was Bill Burr. That is Bill. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that is Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Bill Burr's show. I'm yeah, sorry. You're right. It, but I, 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 yeah. You're right. That is Bill Burr's show. But yeah, man, that shit is fucking hilarious. Like, look, man, I I love all those dudes, man. Like, I'm I love fucking comedy. Like, honestly, niggas, he talk about all these people that, that roast people and shit. Like Jeff, like uh, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross is funny. Greg Geraldo was funny. None of them touched Don Rickles. <laughs> Don, Don Rickles. Don Rickles is the meanest old white dude. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Don Rickles like 900 years old. You take him to some fucking school in Brooklyn and let him roast against these little motherfuckers that think they funny. Don Rickles will destroy it. It's him. like he sits in front of a television and he watches shit and his face just. <laughs> Don Rickles is fucking. And hilarious. but it, it, his face balls up, but his brain is. Oh, dude. Don Rickles had this joke. He had this joke uh, at one of the Dean Martin roasts. When he's talking shit to Muhammad Ali, right? <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Ali's sitting right there. And Don Rickles is talking about uh, when he was fighting for me using the rope of dope. He's like, Muhammad Ali's the only heavyweight champion. <laughs> Tell him to get his ass beat <laughs> for, for 12 rounds. Smile at the camera and be like, I'm winning. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Dude, Don Rickles is a fucking beast. Don, Rick- Don Rickles does not get anywhere near no credit. Man, every time I saw that he was going to be on any talk show, then you got to watch him. Fucking Carson, back in the day, Carson, fucking Conan, anytime I saw Don Rickles was going to be on. 
I was watching that episode. Dude, you got through. He was so quick. He knew it was he's, he's still alive, ain't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don okay. Rickles was so fucking quick, dude. I'm sitting here whispering it. He had a joke. <laughs> he had a joke for everything, and for everybody, in everything, in every situation. Just, just every fucking time. Dangerfield was the same way. Yeah, but saying that's your fucked up thing. Is Dangerfield? Dangerfield never got popular until he got old. Dangerfield didn't hit until he was like in his forties. Yeah. Damn man, you make me feel like a geezer. What the fuck, it, man? We all get old if we lucky. Shit, you gonna die young? Be River Phoenix? Twenty five, get some good pussy, and then good shot. <laughs> I got one piece of good pussy, and I got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You want to be, be Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger? I'm taking Jack. Got shit. Man, I'll do the John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon is funny as fuck. Never ace. These these motherfuckers, him. Witherspoon and uh, Paul Mooney. Don't forget Paul Mooney. Nigga. Hold on, whoa. <laughs> Morgan Freeman are two black dudes that never seem to age change. Well, they've been old forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you got spit out and you you're thirty. Cause shit, when the when the fucking when um. Motherfucking Morgan Freeman is in uh in uh what was it City of New York or not City of New York? What the fuck was that shit called? With uh Christopher Walken, Kings of New York. Oh, Kings of New York. When he the yeah, Kings of New York. Yes, I'm gonna say yes. That nigga still looked old in that shit. It was like was that two years before driving his dates? Wait, and there was a there's a prison movie that Al Pacino was in. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Nah. Because he was talking about the colors of the he wanted he wanted the the walls painted a certain color. It was a, the beginning scene. Penitentiary with Isaac Leon Kennedy. That was tough. <laughs> Just fucking with you. I don't know. I don't know. But that was like his first first movie. I th- I thought. All right, man. We got like okay. Remember, okay. The 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 end of the scene, the end of the scene, or the end of the movie. There was this. Okay, one of the uh, uh, Pacino was a lawyer. There was a black dude that was a uh, cross. He just dressed like a woman, and Pacino was trying to get him out of a certain thing, but he couldn't. He couldn't be at the case, so he gave it to somebody else, but. The, the the lawyer that he gave it to fucked up and then the guy killed himself and then Pacino got pissed off and then at the end of the scene the first guy that, that was, he was supposed to be helping out he was in jail for so long yeah. at the beginning I can't remember the name of it Injustice it's not inju- is it Injustice for All? it's Injustice for All Injustice for All there you go Injustice for All look it up I haven't seen it it's a good fucking movie yeah, Alright man, we got fucking two minutes left. So 
uh, to sum this shit up, we need strippers in the Olympics. We need to work on that for 2020. Um, hey, look, yeah, we need to get these hoes in rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. We need to take that shit over because America, we got, we got. I think the hoes in America are just as or more talented than the hoes anywhere else. Rhythmic gymnastics is just artistic stripping. So, in other words, bring back the Amazon Olympics. I, hey, I'll take that. I'll take that bread. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, yeah, we need that. Uh, boxing needs some real heavyweights. Deontay Wilder needs to learn how to use his jab and his fucking footwork and stop relying on his goddamn physical attributes because that shit is fleeting. Um, can't wait for Kovalev, Andre Ward. That's going to be a great fight. Triple D, Canelo. That's going to be another great fight. Um, motherfuckers need to let Mayweather go. He gonna come back. He gonna get that fifty. You know, nobody gives a fuck. Honestly, just don't don't fucking buy the fight. And and this is coming from somebody who actually likes the way Mayweather fights. It's smart, but nobody needs to pay for that shit. Um, Nate Diaz got beat. Yeah, he got beat. He got yeah. Yeah. He got knocked down twice, three times in two rounds. Yeah. And there was one of those rounds that was iffy that could have went either way. But you know what? Nate deserved to lose that fight. So, there it is. Um, part three. Yeah, there's going to be a part three. There's too much money. I think be a part three. he'll take it back. Yeah. Um, he'll take that fucking shit no, back. No, I think he'll. I think he'll. Because, you know why? Because Connor's head. What kind of can't put him away? Exactly. So, uh, he's not going to be able to run from Nate. Nate will figure it out. He's, he's been fighting for too goddamn long. He's got too good of a camp. I think Nate got a little too overconfident because he fucking choked him out the first time. And he didn't think Connor would adjust. And Connor fucking adjusted. He did what he had to do to win that fight. Yeah, yeah. He's a tough dude. He talks yeah. a lot of shit, but yeah. he is a yeah. tough dude. But uh, I do think that um, Diaz will No, I agree with back. you. I agree with you. I think and he under I think he underestimated Connor because he beat him so easy the first fucking fight. True, true. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's been the Whatever Man podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody to the hashtag guys. Blackout. I know y'all want to do a collab. We'll figure something out. You know, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Jeremy stands by his dislike of the movie Deadpool. I want to put this on record that I disagree about that. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and sit in my bed. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll holler at you degenerate bastards later. Uh, this will be up. Soon enough, I don't, I don't even need to put a date on this shit because if I put it up two weeks from now, y'all won't know the fucking difference. So, hey, the date's already been tagged yeah, as far as, you know. Oh, that's true. I did say this was the last day of the Olympics. Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, put this up in the fuck I feel like it, bitch. It's <laughs> the Whatever Man Podcast. Yes. The Whatever Man Podcast. Chuck. Strong. And go fuck yourself. Good night. It's whatever man pocket. It's whatever man pocket. It's whatever man pocket.